0: up everybody this is the good anime palette podcast and we have an exciting show for you today because it is our season three finale that's right third time around will and i are gonna get drunk will and i are gonna talk about a lot of awards we're gonna do stupid shit and come along the ride with us i'm your co-host fluffy sama jason and i'm joined by edgelord sama will over here, I'm. I'm very happy to double down on the drunk,
1: stupid shit because I'm already kind of halfway there. Yeah, you, 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 uh, you started the party way earlier than I did the uh, night before. Had a had a leaving party, didn't need to attend to? And then my cousin was getting married, so then I had to go to a dinner afterwards. I lost my phone halfway through, managed to get it back. Um, I'm still a little. I'm, I wouldn't say hungover, but the heartburn is
0: real right now. So that's um. Yeah, heartburn's a serious ailment, man. And maybe your heart will swoon when we go over our awards for this season's podcast. There's, just, there's, you... there's a couple of uh, awards that I'm like I, I'm dying to get to because um
1: I you, you know how when we were putting all these lists together like maybe like a month and a half two months ago you're like. Dude, like, she having a very, very tough time picking something. It's like, I've got three things here, four things there. I don't know how to minimize it. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, what the fuck ever, dude? Just pick whatever. And yeah, you'll you, be fine. You say that and to then, me every And then time. last week, yeah. I started putting it together, and I'm like, fuck, actually, um, Jason, there is like two things that I might have like four entries for. And you're like, well, I mean, I told you. Okay, all right. Um, but when those things come up, there will be explanations as to why. Certain awards are a little more stacked than others, but nonetheless, the main thing is that we are wrapping up the third season of the Good Anime Palette Podcast. It's a it's a oh, fun and a sad time.
0: Dude, I, uh, I forgot, by the way, uh, this is episode number thirty six. Uh, so in case you need to know, yeah. yeah. So um, what we're gonna do, similar to our number twenty fourth episode and our twelfth episode, it's our season finale. We go over, I guess, for season three, it would be anything from episode twenty five till. Right
1: now, this also includes BPs, After Darks. Um, so if there are anything that comes up during those episodes, we may feature them, but yes, uh, it will be running from episode 25 through to today, episode 36.
0: Now, earlier, I alluded to the fact that we would be getting progressively drunk because every finale, Will and I have a tradition where we would buy two bottles of sake usually one dry and one sweet how about this let's see so oh. today the ball you got was uh hakuba nishiki Hak- we, uh, yeah. we're not we're not sponsored
1: it's uh we're we'll just was, we're just like you know it whatever i mean I, i've got a bottle of water yeah mineral water I and have then a... uh, we have a Daiginjo Shu, joshu uh, which is the grade of sake uh this is a how what's the percentage of millage on this one? Uh
0: i feel it's it, a
1: 49 percent milled
0: okay so it should be a pretty clear and pretty sweet drink I feel the need to say, please drink responsibly and please be over the legal limit to drink. But if both of those criteria are filled, you're welcome to join us as we drink. We won't stop midway. So you just hear like maybe silence every once in a while when we literally drink. So as Will pours the first drink of the episode for... Will and I. Yeah, do you want to introduce the the first award? So what we're going to do is we're going to split these awards into two categories, similar to the previous finales. They are what we call the serious ish awards, and then the stupidish awards. The serious ish awards are the very like typical like best anime of best seasonal anime, best manga, so on and so forth. And then the stupidish ones are more fun stuff. And uh, I will we'll go over the definitions if we need to. So if this is our first time listening to a f- season finale, welcome. Please listen to the other ones. They're a fun time. And uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, we pretty much have like the vanilla Crunchyroll-esque awards in the first half. And the second half is our rules, our awards. We get to do and say whatever the fuck we want.
0: And then there is always a mystery section where one of the co-hosts would oh yeah, kind of set up a kind of quiz thing. a little game kind of thing this
1: time round, uh it's uh, jason's turn so we had jason uh, the first time doing a is this a light novel or not or is it a visual novel or not it was one of those like uh, is this real or not basically yeah. yeah then i did uh one which was um you know guess the uh superpowers of a specific anime and whether they are real or not this time round, i have no clue what you've got in store but you've been pretty giddy about it for do you the want past me months. to tell you right oh, now no no, no 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 okay okay no, okay okay no.
0: All right. It's a game show. I can't have any advantage whatsoever. All right. So we are going to have our first drink, and then we will get into our first Serious-ish award. So cheers, Will. by, man. You should pour me another one. That one was actually pretty good. Oh, yeah. This is not bad. Yeah, I know. Hungover Will is actually okay with this. So our first Serious-ish award is our favorite seasonal anime from season three. Oh, yeah. I forgot to say. Uh, Unless otherwise specified, we usually would have a runner-up and a winner for each of us respectively. So there would be at least four entries, unless if it's what we call no contest winner, in which it's just clear one winner. Or at the same time, it's just our rules. We can say whatever the hell we want. If we have five, we have five. you have one, we have one. Um, We just have to justify it. So I'll just say this uh, award is really easy for me because— Yeah, why is it dress up, darling? Uh, for runner up, it's Winter 2022's "My Dress Up Darling" because it's just a really good show. The waifu is really good, uh, cosplaying and everything, and the mixture of romance slash lewdness, I think, is balanced extremely well. And it's just a really fun show.
1: I, I enjoyed watching it. Um, I, I I didn't invest all of my um, all of my Marin stock, so uh, I'm 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 not as uh, you know down. With Dress Up, but the fact that as a phenomena, it just like swept everything from Winter. There was like nothing that even came close to the amount of fandom that generated. I have to be with honest. all the the manga sales that
0: got uh, backed
1: up with yeah, it too. Yeah,
0: like six million, I think, in circulation now. I think that I did not expect the reception to be this welcoming. I think when we did our seasonal bets, I said to you at some point, it would be a high sevens. I did not expect it to over. It was like a an eight point four
1: at, at the end. Fucking crazy.
0: I, I mean, I can check right now, but yeah, I was just really surprised. Okay, yeah. Um.
1: So i I have like an outright winner for this one, but there's also a very special mention because very much obviously, you can't really talk about the third season of the GAP podcast, which included winter and spring for anime seasons. Without talking about Spy X Family, yeah, so, that's my winner. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> like funny enough, Spy X is actually my my runner up. Oh snap! And the, th- the thing is, again, like hey, we make to, the rules. Even well. have it in the top two at all is it's already like an honor, right? And I think what we what, what I need to give like context to is I kind of really knew what Spy X was all about because we both read the manga, yeah. right? And what was like really impressive about it was that they were able to actually translate and showcase what was the best things about the manga into an anime Now we we, we've seen like hype manga get adapted and they'll be they'll be like done decently they'll be done really well but none i've I've seen has been such a smooth transition than than spy x I, i was really impressed with the voice acting the casting of the characters just the overall direction uh and i I have to give it special mention because one, it's like oh well, no shit, right? Spy X was so fucking hype, and it also managed to hit the landing. I think it deserves to have a mention in the favorite seasonals of the third season of GAP. And
0: this curve is not even over, and then the second curve is in the fall, so
1: you might just have like a clean sweep, right? Like yeah. the second part could just also take up all because, dude, Spy X is great. It's great. It's great. Right. So, but you had Spy X as your number one, right? Yeah. So, of course, again, you you read the manga for Dress Up as well before yes. watching it, right? Yeah. Yep. Right. So, then, do you give Spy X the number one spot simply
0: because of it, it is just better? It is just more fun? I mean, also, we make the fucking rules for our award show. But, yes. True, true. Uh, I just I wanted uh, to see what, like, the thought process behind,
1: like, because there was a lot of, like, you were, like, oh, my God, like, I knew this would be good for Dress Up Darling, but I didn't know it was going to be that good. Whereas, I think you can kind of see
0: with Spy X, you're like, this is going to be hype regardless. So, I think if you take out the waifu modding, Dress Up Darling is not the same. I mean, okay, that sounds like obvious, right? But the, the MC is pretty dope, though. I like him. I mean, he's Gojo's really dope, too. But if you take one thing out of Spy X family, like Anya, for example, yeah, sure, the whole thing will take a hit. There are so many other good things about it such that it's just so well-rounded and comprehensive that it has to be my winner. For- I think also the fact that, you know, the voice actress for Anya was
1: perfect. Perfect. You, you you could make a case for other characters to be swapped in and out. But, like, Anya Forger, the voice actress, I need to Google it later and you see who it was. Um, but she did an amazing job. Um, funny enough, I think the the, the winner for my favorite Seasonal. Now it does come with the caveat because i haven't finished it yet but for me it was your boy kongming yo yo so there, so it, it, your, your boy Kongming will show a bit more throughout this uh episode oh yeah because, spoiler alert will show up more for yeah. me too but i think what i was really impressed about it was this just came out of nowhere it was pa works it looked like a really kind of like, huh, what's what's this supposed to be, right? Like, I, I have no idea what to expect. Then they break out the opening. <laughs> the music is just ridiculously fun. I mean, I, I even told Jason last week, I was buying a new phone, uh, the one I just lost and managed to get back. And when I was at the store, someone had actually been playing the OP on repeat on one of the sound systems just to showcase how good the sound system sounded and also the fact that the music was also amazing too. So it just made sense. But it was on repeat for like a full
0: hour and I just I would I never grew tired of it. The full song is now available on Spotify guys, so you should check it out. And
1: and generally like it's it's a fun time it's a definitely an interesting take on a reverse isekai because most of the time it's like, oh, you bring over old feudal Japanese lords or, like, some mystical... Chinese. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not just saying about kongming. I'm, I'm talking oh, okay. about diverse isekai
0: genre in general. Oh, okay. Jason. Sorry. My bad. Sorry. Wow. You do you want me to of- take another drink as punishment? I'll take another shot as punishment. Take the whole
1: bottle. Um, no. <laughs> don't do that. Don't, don't do, do that. Because I want something to do. Um But, yeah, whenever you have, like, all, like, samurai or ninjas coming in from, like, old Japan or you bring over, like, some warrior that grew up... like I mean, like, like fate. When you bring over like old school mythical like Excalibur esque King Arthur shit, and then you bring them into contemporary world Japan, it's more just oh let's just fight it out and like use our extreme military progress to beat the shit out of you know the modern world. Whereas this is on the other hand, it's like I am a master tactician from the Chinese feudal empire. I'm going to make you what the best singers in all of Japan, and plan out your victory to take over the charts of the Japanese music scene. And in your mind you're like this shouldn't work, but it fucking does.
0: It's just anime doing anime stuff and that rap arc was just up. Oh yeah, that was that was fun. Yeah, no spoilers, was, just watch it. It was great.
1: So I think those were like those would be like our, our seasonals of season yeah, 3. Exactly. So
0: Kongming for me along with Spy X for you Spy X Dress Up Darling. All right. Our next category Will, tell me when you want to have a shot. I I have a tough time because
1: this is the one where I actually had a few too many awards to pick. Okay, Um, so
0: this award is Favorite Backlog Anime from Season 3. Okay, hold on. Uh, Will and I are going to take another shot. I had like four already. Yeah, I'm only on number two. So our favorite backlog anime is an anime that is not a seasonal that Will and I consumed either for research purposes or in our like what we've been – watching section so aka just whenever
1: we watch anime like we also remember as well as much as we are doing stuff for the podcast sometimes we just watch stuff for fun and don't necessarily you know do it for the podcast, but if it's something interesting
0: we want to talk about it, we will feature it. Yeah, so I think the stipulation is we have to at least mention it in some capacity on the podcast and have consumed it during that period of time. Yeah. So, so we... no
1: no springing of surprises, you know?
0: Yeah, or all of a sudden be like, oh, that anime that I recommended, but I haven't watched it in years, but it's still really good. That is like a in-between area, but it doesn't matter because it's our rules. So, Will, do you have a runner-up? I, I have a few. Okay, so um, how about I start with mine then? Uh to be fair actually
1: there's a, I, I can't quite choose which one is my winner so you go first and I'll make my mind up
0: on the spot. Okay, so I will do all of them then so then you get more time. So my runner up is uh Shinkai's uh The Garden of Words. I think that was a film that that was a good film. That was really interesting and special due to my back academic background and work background and it is a very good movie in of itself already. But it has that extra oomph for me because of that context that I had personally. I also think that if you were to look back on Your Name and Weathering With You, you see a lot of Shinkai's kind of style that plays out. And I just think it was a really good, condensed, almost near-perfect movie that looks fantastic. Uh, my winner, though, is a WIT Studio property called Snow White with the Red Hair. Season 1 and 2, because I guess I watched them together. Uh, I was also very surprised by how much I liked it. I knew that it was one of the classic shoujos of the modern era. You finished both seasons, right? Yeah, Yeah, I finished everything that is available in terms of anime, and I have read a bit more in the manga. But speaking for the anime, it's just a really good blend of very good character development and writing. And a lot of shojo and action stuff too. So, I thoroughly had a great time. That's why I won, right? Because it has the the shojo tag to it as well. Also, the VA is your forger, so you know she's dope.
1: Kind of hard to beat that one, then. Yeah. So those are your two awards then, your two like contestants that's um, reached the favorite backlog anime. Cool. I because I I'm still trying to figure out which one is number one. Um, I'm okay, going to okay, throw it out there. Okay, how many do you have? I have three. Okay, then just say all three. Um, there is a fourth mention, but I'm going to save that later. Uh, so this one was actually based off of a random recommendation from your boy Jason. Uh, when we were, I think we were just having a lunch break. This has happened like a couple months ago. Oh, uh, I... And then you pulled up this anime. It's like, have you watched this before? It's like, I knew what this is, but I haven't watched it before. Oh, I know. Uh, okay. and, the, and the show in question is Hina Matsuri which was fucking ridiculous it was just high octane fun stupid it's kind of like the, the podcast itself it's like none of it really makes sense but it kind of does but when you watch it you're like why is this happening but at the same time you also don't care that it's happening because it's entertaining and fun and cute uh the characters are all good i didn't have any
0: issues with any of the characters i think i gave it a nine out of ten in the end it was I, just, I
1: did as well it was just fun fun fun
0: and there was an emotional arc for a particular character that I did not expect it yeah. out of like a comedy oriented show right so moving on to the uh the
1: next runner up i th- I think I've determined who my winner is okay uh this one was when when, when we talk about like fluff and chill, it's kind of hard to look past EuroCamp. camp yep. yeah, and I didn't realize how much I would love EuroCamp. camp uh if, if anybody ever heard how much I talked about um oh shit what was that fishing anime called again slow loop yeah, slow loop. I almost said back for a minute. No, but that's for a different thing. Sorry about the spoilers. Um, yeah. So Eurocamp was a really, really fun time. I gave, I think I gave season one and eight and then season two a nine. Same here. And now I'm looking forward to the movie. Which would come out like six months later later or I just have no complaints it's like what it, what it did was it also taught me a lot about camping because lo and behold after finishing season one I actually did go camping and all the tidbits that I learned from your camp I actually employed when actually camping and it served me well uh what it didn't serve me well was uh I didn't realize that's The campsite we were at would be hit by a uh, mini typhoon. Um, So, uh, Didn't you have boars show up at one point? We had boars, wild boars, cattle on the outside, just like like wandering around the grounds. Luckily, nothing uh, too serious happened. It was just a very cold and uncomfortable night. But we've seen that happen before um, in the EuroCamp episodes. Now, the number one, which has been a personal favorite of mine ever since I started watching it, and finishing it,
0: it's a gambling anime by the name of Kaiji. Wow. Okay. Wow. So I thought going into this, you know, award show that we're doing for today, I w- thought that my list would turn out a certain way. And then it ended up being very not that. And I think I did not expect that pick either. Why not? I've been raving about it ever since. I've been telling you as well. I mean, hey, compared look, to Yuru Camp, you you said more to me personally due to your Because your I know camp. how much you don't like Kaiji. Yes, I don't. Exactly. Because you've got a problem with their noses, which I can
1: understand. The character designs are not for everyone. But the story and the plot lines and the character developments and the intense gambling scenes, holy like i've talked about how i liked liar game a lot and i thought it was like one of the greatest sort of like like suspense gambling-esque kind of mystery mangas whereas kaiji on the other hand just kind of blows that out of the water i i would highly recommend kaiji to anybody who's down to watch stuff like kagegurui down to watch stuff like if, if you're watching tomodachi game don't watch that just watch kaiji i was about to mention that but i didn't want to like stick it in there okay yeah just just watch kaiji kaiji is a lot better trust me you will get over the, the the noses after like maybe two episodes if you don't then either just stick with it or watch something else but if you are okay with it and you want to experience a wonderfully told story you can't look further than kaiji that would be my favorite backlock anime of the season.
0: So, uh, I think after we discuss each category, we should just sort of say the runner-up and our winner. So then that way our listeners would, you know, sort of know. So or they can just rewind. Yeah, but um, I just we'll just do that because as we get progressively drunk, we'll forget about it. So my runner-up is Garden of Words, and my winner is Snow White with the Red Hair for both season one You're and just two. Just assuming that the listeners are drunk too, right? Well, I who knows how drunk they would be. They might be full sober or drunk on anime. I don't know. Don't get drunk on anime. Don't get lost in the anime. Well, what are your three...
1: Uh, Hinamatsuri, followed by your Camp, and then the number one winner would be Kaiji. All right, let's have another shot. You ready? Well, wow, We're really steamrolling this right now.
0: It's almost over. We finished the first bottle already, almost. There's only two shots left. Yeah, well, let's just... Let's take it after this. And then we're going to have to grab the second socket. All right, our next award is our Favorite manga that hella needs an adaptation. So, I mean, the explanation is kind of there already. Yep, the, the, uh,
1: my one's simple because I haven't really read much manga this season, but um, yeah, uh, I'm just gonna go with um, goodbye, Aerie, yeah, as opposed to look back, which I also really liked. But I feel like if you're to get a feature like an anime feature out of either one, that goodbye, Aerie does seem to be a bit more transitional to the screen. Look back would be more. I, I I think look back works best as a one shot as its manga format. But there could be a case to make for transitioning Goodbye Aerie onto the screen. You can make a feature length movie out of it. You can make like a short OVA series out of it. Like you can even make like like you know if Garden of Words is like fifty minutes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think fifty minutes would be would be like perfect for Goodbye Aerie.
0: So yeah, obviously it won't be a full curve, but. I think as like a short feature, whether it's three episodes or the equivalent of that is a very good spot for either of those one shots. And will you are more dedicated to goodbye? Airy, right? I I would say so. I, I think like, look,
1: it's, okay. it's not so much. That I'm dedicated more to one. It's like, I think both of them are really, really well done. I really like both. I just feel that for the purpose of getting an anime adaptation, I would like to see goodbye. Airy more as opposed to look back. I think look back. Whilst it's a great story is best told as a manga. And I just don't see this like being as impactful as an anime or as good by Aerie. the way that you I mean the whole purpose of it is about someone who's filming their life. It's right. all about it's about the movie making process. So like it just makes sense to get on screen.
0: That's that's why I think and look back is about manga, so. No, no, I understand. I I think between the two that is the more uh I guess the Adaptation choice that makes the mo- the most sense between the two. So for me, was that your choice, or did you have something completely different? All Cause completely cause, different.
1: Cause re- you, you read a lot of manga, uh, but I you, don't know why. But you've yeah. actually
0: heard of these three uh, shows or these three mangas that probably th- should th- get that a, should a show. Shows right, right. So, um, I will just mention the second runner up, which is Apothecary Diaries, which is a very well known manga that talks about like feudal Chinese kingdoms mixed with a girl that is into poison and CSI, basically. And uh, it's very interesting how the drama of these like poli- like internal politics kind of govern the inside of this palace. Further with this girl who is just into poison and trying to solve crimes. CSI as fuck. Alright, so that is my second runner-up. My actual runner-up, is even if you slip my mouth, which is a jump plus oh, property. That one. I, I have seen some of it. Uh I, yeah, I could vouch for that one. I think it's an extremely good blend of horror and romance in a way that is extremely wholesome, which is like the weirdest sentence to say, but is extremely accurate of the show. I mean of it would it should be a show. Of the manga. You see I'm getting a little drunk now, Will. But then You would be making those mistakes if you were sober. I mean we've yeah. I mean, I have an award dedicated to that. But the winner of my award for favorite manga that Helen needs an adaptation is The 100 Girlfriends Who Really, 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 really Love You. It's a. I sh- mean, you've been calling for an
1: adaptation for that already, right? Because we have Domestic Girlfriend. We have Rent-A-Girlfriend. We have Girlfriend, Girlfriend. Kanajo the Yep. And so is, is that an anime or is that still just a manga that needs to be adapted? It's an anime, too. Yeah, right?
0: it was like a couple of
1: seasons ago. Yeah. Right, so now...
0: I we, mean, we, to, we, to keep up that girlfriend trend, you would need. We have Rent a yeah. Girlfriend season two in the summer, I guess. Gross. So it has like another year. Gross. True. Um, but this this manga is extremely meta, referential, extremely funny, and somehow managed to balance a harem in such a way that it is quite endearing and wholesome as well as funny. Did I mention it was funny? I so. mean, how many chapters are you in? How many girlfriends are there now? Uh, I will say at least over 10, I think 15, 15, 16. Oh, your boy getting into the double digits in the girlfriend space. Oh, it's okay. already double digits. I, I think like the Japanese manga, at least like the number of chapters are out is like way higher. So it, comes, it no yeah, definitely. Cool. So there you do. Those are your three,
1: right? Apothecary Diaries. You also got uh Slip... Even If You yeah. Slip My Mouth and The 100 Girlfriends Who Really Love You. Mine's Goodbye, Aerie. All right. Because it's the only. So, it's, it's one of two manga series or one shots I've read all season. We need to polish this for our next category. And just hold off. Maybe, maybe wait, because I want to I down
0: this when, it's, when we get to most, disi- yeah, most disappointing. Oh, actually, that's a good call. Let, yeah. let, let, let's chill out for a bit. So our next category is Best Girl Slash Waifu of Season 3.
1: Now, I have a Best Girl girl and a best waifu just like how the war afterwards
0: i have a best boy and a husbando so i also took some liberties with the definition as well um who wants to go first who uh amongst the two of
1: us i mean mine are very straightforward all right let's I'm hear sure it i'm sure yours are not that different but uh, if they are then i wouldn't be surprised um best girl uh i've got two actually all right um you have to do an obvious shout out for anya forger Okay. Right. But uh, my actual best girl is uh, Hitomi Mishima from Hinamatsuri, the bartender girl. Dude, she's I fucking love her. So, so I, I, I told you she's good, right? She's so good, especially when you get to the part where like she actually has her, an episode fully dedicated to her, her growth, her upbringing, and her dedication
0: to actually becoming actually like finding self, finding who she really is. There is a slight gag about her checking her bank account I think at one point and it was just the best interaction with herself ever so I fully fully endorse that uh those nominations and winners it's a it, it,
1: it, it, as i mentioned with hinomatsuri the characters make the anime and they told me is what the best characters i i would absolutely like if if there ever was like a spin-off series for any reason for Hinamatsuri and it was featuring her, I would totally watch it.
0: She's my favorite character of Hinamatsuri. Too Matsuri. bad
1: that because you know after the anime came out, manga sales didn't really improve, so they kind of just canned any further episodes of Hinamatsuri, which is sad. But it that's just sad. how that's just how the anime industry works, right? So, but if you do have a chance to watch Hinamatsuri, definitely watch it. You will not disagree that Hitomi is the best character. But there's also a lot of good characters in
0: there too. Okay, who's your uh, yeah? You, you, you must have at least got, like, two I had, like, girls. 15, but I had to cut them down significantly. So what I had to do first was everyone from Kaguya-sama Love is War had to be taken out because yeah. that's not fair. And everyone from 100 Girlfriends as well? Or did any of them featuring your list? Nope. Hmm. Uh, I also have to take out Shoko Komi from Komi Can't Communicate because I already mentioned her before, even though Season 2 happened during Season 3 of GAP. But— I finally had to do the really gut-wrenching thing of taking out Marin Kitagawa from My Dress Up Darling. Because what I eventually came down to was... Wow, hold on. What I eventually came... You shorted your Marin stock? So what I did was... You
1: didn't huddle your Marin stock? What's going on here? No, I
0: fucking didn't, actually. I told you right earlier on that this award list... Was really weird. You're fucking blowing my mind. Hold on, this doesn't make sense. But 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 what did you actually so, go with? So yet? okay, I'll, I'll explain really quickly why Marin is non-applicable to this category. Is because she's an extremely good waifu, but she is not my waifu. But okay, I know that's like splitting hairs, but that's how I differentiate. But and, then when she,
1: uh, it, it's it's also for me where it's like that's where I have the definition between best girl and best wife and, and waifu,
0: right? But for but us, for, it's for like you, either or, right? But for
1: you, it's like, would you say a best girl can is a waifu? I mean, Shoko I, I, Komi I, is best girl I for a, sure. Okay, also okay because I have a very like specific definition before for either one.
0: Okay, I'll just say my runner up is uh, Shiro Yuki from Snow White with Red Hair, which shouldn't be any surprising if you've known my enthusiasm for that show. Yeah, but my winner is none other than the ditzy airhead Your Forger from Spike's Family. That was your best girl or your waifu? I would say both of them would be waifu material. Uh, cuz I had your fortune for best for waifu. Yeah, so
1: there you go. Cuz for me it's like there's a def- there's a specific definition of if it if it's a best girl like I ain't wifing them. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I would protect that. them though.
0: Yeah, so like Anya forger and I, to and me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't waifu um, Martin cuz she, she she underage, bro. No, not just that, but also like She's just not my type, right? Yeah. But I also acknowledge her waifu-ness or best girl-ness. So your forger wins, though, outright. It's just great. It's hard to look past her. It's really hard to look past her. She's one
1: of the best girls slash best waifus, however you want to call it. Um, and if you disagree with us, like, she'll, she'll fucking kill you, dude. And then apologize afterwards over your dead body. No, she wouldn't. She would actually be like, ah, oh, shit, I got... Blood spilled on my dress again, and then she would be, like, going off to clean this shit up and not even think about you. Oh, know? yeah, and I need to buy peanuts
0: for Anya when I get home, she's, you know? Yeah,
1: she's, she's a mother, dude. She's, you know, a mother to a daughter she really, really
0: cares about. Well, on the flip side, Best Boy and Husbando of Season 3 is our next award category. Will, what you got? Uh, so I got, uh, again, a specific Best Boy
1: and a Husbando. For Best Boy, you're not going to know who it is, but uh, I will tell you. That You should watch this anime. Not so much for the anime, but so you can get into the manga, because the manga is really, really good. Uh, the best boy for me is Manjiro Sano from Tokyo Revengers. Okay. Yes. Who is this character? He's one of the main leaders of a specific gang in the Tokyo Revengers world. So uh, if I
0: saw up to episode four, would he's I... He's the short,
1: long-haired one, as opposed to the tall, long-haired one. Do you say Mikey? Mikey is Mikey is the
0: tall one. Or... I thought it was the other one yeah Mikey okay the short guy basically yes oh I I quite like that character given like the very short like the
1: and the reason why like I picked him is because again this goes beyond the anime itself it's because I've also read the manga too and that I mean I, I couldn't pick it as part of like any of the awards because it already has an anime adaptation but, I don't know I think it's fair game but yeah. I think that like as far as best boys go like you don't get more dedicated. And more passionate than Mikey from Tokyo Revengers.
0: That that was my pick. If we could go off for a bit, I always... I, okay, I don't know if this is true based off of how the anime or the manga would go. But a, the limited exposure that I got of that character, it's more like this is a person who is in that violent world but stands up for values and tradition and certain principles that he's
1: a gangster but with respect.
0: Yeah, and I really like that kind of angle because it's almost like an oxymoron and it's just very interesting when you factor in like how the yakuza history Or you know
1: how like whenever you watch like the old school kind of like Godfather or the Soprano kind of stuff where it's like you need to do a hit and it's like okay, no women, no children. That's the kind of thing where it's like They they are going to be doing shit that's bad, but they still have principle.
0: Yeah, or they sell drugs, but then they also give back to the community by opening a sports center or something. Like, that kind of thing, right?
1: Yeah, so it's like, oh, you're kind of a little gray area there. But at the same time, you're like, I can see that at least this person is a man or a woman of value. And therefore, it's like, you can't fully fault them. They just are going
0: down a path that isn't necessarily, like, the quote-unquote right Right, one. Right, the path less chosen, right? For sure. So, my runner-up is the main... Male character from White Snow- with a red hair. Ah, oh, funny enough. Gross. Zen uh, Vitalia, just a very good character in general. But my number one winner, and I will spend an exuberant amount of time pushing this person, is none other than from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, part two, to be precise. Caesar Antonio Zeppelli. You pick Caesar? Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> What do you think I would pick if I had to choose? Not Caesar. Why? Because he's he's cursed, bro. Yeah, but he's good.
1: Oh man, why do you always pick the tragic heroes?
0: Because like, I thought this character was just so fun in part two. Okay, fair enough. No, he's he he is like he's a he's a bro. He's a Chad. But he's a bro. And what happens? throughout that interaction with joseph joestar which was my second runner-up but i whatever at this point and their camaraderie and then i guess the result of what happens to caesar i thought was extremely well done in general so that's why he's best boy slash husbando. i i would say husbando category
1: to be fair the zeppeli family is like you you can pick you can pick you can pick will was well, that was dope? No.
0: What are you talking no. about?
1: He was, because if it wasn't for him, Jojo wouldn't have been able to do his Hamon. Therefore, you wouldn't have part two, part three, part four, five, all over the way. If I,
0: if I can't pick Caesar, I would pick Speedwagon. Speedwagon is just all-round good, dude. That's what I would have picked if I couldn't pick Caesar, but Caesar was the more <laughs> flamboyant. <laughs> oh, not, <he's... laughs>
1: you're not going to pick Rudolf von Straheim? Fuck no. You're not you're not down with Nazis.
0: <laughs> I, I'm hella not down with Nazis. What the fuck are you talking about, Jesus fucking Christ? Or what about
1: any of the um the, the, the Egyptians, like Wamu and all that? Nope. No. I mean They're ripped as fuck. Look,
0: look, they're all like top tier. It's hard.
1: They're all fun characters to pick, but I think yeah, I, I thinking back now, I can see why you picked Caesar. He wouldn't be my personal, I could see like I, I'm not I'm not against it at all. Um my my husband uh is Kung Ming. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like he yeah. just seems like you some... got learn, right? Yeah. 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 You yeah. you just imagine this is the kind of person who would sort your life out. It's like, oh, you need to wake up and get your shit done. Like, oh, but I don't want to. Then he will start rapping. And then you'd be like, Yeah, I know you're right. I should get my shit together. He's this is the one, this, he's the kind of person where it's like you if you needed motivation or direction in life, he's the one to give you that that so, kick of the ass.
0: I actually thought about that. It wasn't gonna win because Caesar was gonna take the top spot, but maybe as a runner up, but then I thought like he kind of – you have to, like, depend on him. And, okay, he never betrays your trust ever. But the fact that you are left in the dark is something that would cause anxiety in me for sure. I like surprises, So. Oh, no, no, no. I get that. And everyone – different strokes for different folks, right? So absolutely no problem. Some, some boys just want to have fun. Solid pick. I mean, Caesar, you would have a lot of fun.
1: You would also have some serious, serious trust issues at the end, though.
0: Yeah, but – but like for spoilers, that spoilers, night, spoilers, for, spoilers, for, for spoilers. that night, it would be
1: good. And then spoilers. the next we're morning, not, we're not, not going to go further into it. By the way, <laughs> all right, just, just watch JoJo. All
0: right, then comes oh, okay the the probably a lot of fun. The most disappointing thing of season three. All right, well, so we're going to spend our last shot of the first bottle on this. Do you think we'll drink more?
1: This is this is um. This is part five of the first sake, and then we'll have part one of the second sake, right? No, no, no.
0: It's final season part part one is over, so then there's part two. Okay.
1: So most disappointing, again, it just comes down to how we define it, but generally, it is what let us down the most, what did not live up to expectations, or something that was shit and you were hoping for good things.
0: So I think... Both of our runner-up and winner picks are exactly the same. Oh, by the way, our um, yeah, I mean we we already forgot about mentioning uh, husbandos. Okay, go on, go on, go on. We forget mentioning. I, I mean, it's a Kongming, right? Um,
1: I'm sure Bubble's one of them. Yeah, but which one? I think Bubble. Well, Bubble was
0: my 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 winner. Yep, Bubble is my winner. I got Shield Heroes season two as my runner-up. Oh shit! I my runner-up was Ryman's Club.
1: So I have Ryman's Club for a different award, and I I think what it was is that like—
0: Oh, actually, I think I know which award that would be.
1: Yeah, you you you, you would absolutely know which one. But my my case for Ryman's Club is that, yes, they set the bar real high, but at the same time, was it just because it came out
0: in a season where most anime were kind of shit? Do you remember us talking about— The first episode, not on air, because also we were
1: were, were on Discord. We're talking about it. We
0: were so hyped. I think you were at work and I watched it and I was like, you need to get on this shit. And then I took screenshots and you're like, fucking, what is this thing? Like, fucking let's go. I
1: think it's also we have to temper, temper our expectations because there were a lot of drab series that season as well. So maybe, maybe that's why we were like hoping this would be like that breakout they were looking for. And unfortunately, it kind of dipped. It wasn't as bad as, say, like Tacked Up, right? Tacked Up was amazing the first episode and then it really took a shit on itself. Ryman, I think, like, it, it showed what it really was after the first two episodes. Yeah. And it I, was just kind of like, it was just eh. It wasn't bad. Because was, I like, think you know. it was
0: Ryman's club and then our expectations were heightened because of the first episode. Whereas with Tacked Up, it was the opposite like there was so much pedigree and then it got down pegged and not to down- mention
1: the OP for Tacked Up is a fucking good song too i still listen to it to this day on my spotify but like it really just like shat the bed right whereas Ryman, i could see why you picked it i don't disagree with it i just had it i mean i my one was the easy choice in the end of shield hero season 2 cuz holy shit what the fuck is this <laughs> It was so dry, so boring. And I know I've talked to a couple of friends who are like, yeah, no, that's what happens after season one. Like you,
0: D-Dog? I mean, we yeah, won't mention explicit names.
1: Yeah, D-Dog said like, uh, in in the um, the follow-up after the first season, if you're talking about the light novel, it does get a bit grab because they need more exposition. They need to actually build up a new story
0: after what the fuck happened in season one. And season one was fucking insane. I think with season two... I knew it wasn't going to be great based off of the plot beats, but they adapted it really poorly. You said there
1: was a lot of, like,
0: things were just crammed
1: into the first two episodes, right? Or
0: or things were assumed that you would know all of a sudden, like, oh, these guys are buddy-buddy, but then all of a sudden it's like, wait, what? And there was all these contexts that were left out, and because there are more characters now, the waifus of Reptilia, I guess, has less screen time. So, Right. Well, enough about Shield Hero
1: enough about Ryman's Club. Let's shit up. Let's shit on Bubble. Let's go. Okay. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say shit on it, but we definitely need to air out a lot of frustrations with it. When okay. when we watched it, we actually watched it with a good friend of ours over in Taiwan, right? So we went in knowing. That this was going to be a massive production, right? With yep. studio, the cast, will, the, will, the the directors that were working behind it as well. Let
0: let's pretend something, right? So let pretend you don't know what bubble is. At no, it. we're we're moving past that. Okay, we're, okay, we're okay, straight it. into okay straight we're, into we're it. going straight into Rotten Tomatoes. This is a bad tomato. <laughs> fuck! There were so many good things that. Previously, I would have been like, this is the best shit ever.
1: And that's not that's, that's not taking anything away from Bubble. There were moments when we were like watching it on Discord where like, for a solid five minutes, we didn't say anything. Because what was happening on screen,
0: the music that was being played, was so surreal that we were like so taken aback. If I were to clip certain parts and use it as like a dynamic wallpaper, yeah,
1: it would be great. Like, you'd imagine he watched this at an IMAX, right? Oh, bro. With, with like Dolby Atmos. Like, bro. Ooh, fuck. Don't even get me started on that. But that's, like, the best. That's, like, the only good thing. It is. Then then you take away all that, and you're like, well, the character development is kind of non-existent. Some characters are just obsolete. Yes. Fuck. Like, there's a character named Usagi, and, Mm -hmm. like, okay. The rabbit? Yeah, I know. He falls once, and then... Afterwards, that's it. Yep. None of the characters have any impact whatsoever the on villain the story. apparently
0: gets a redemption arc there, of sorts.
1: But like, ooh, but like what? But, but why? Like, yeah. they just show up. Oh, we've got cool masks. We use technology to be able to beat you in races and shit. And, oh. then, and then they fuck off for like a whole
0: hour and a half. Yeah. And oh. then they come back at the end. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we all thought she was a guy, but it turns out that she's a woman. Isn't that like, you know, like for thinking and I'm just like you are just fucking think you're just writing a poor character it doesn't matter what gender this person is it's just a poor villain slash bad guy slash redemption arc and
1: I and as much as it's like the okay the music first of all like not first second third and finally the music is fucking amazing it is it's and, it and it does really, good. really but it doesn't do enough for me to be like yeah no this is definitely a movie worth watching and if anything
0: like you should just listen to the soundtrack Do you know what I would use Bubble for is at a concert, it would be playing in the background, and then I would be playing that music track that is being featured at that point, and then that would be the perfect accompaniment. Are you saying
1: that Bubble is a music festival?
0: Because it could work actually. Look, fire had I mean, their time to shine. Well, right? fire, we're, not talking
1: about, we're not talking about fire. We're talking about like the ones where you like you stream with holograms or like with um, like Hatsune Miku. Yeah, fucking, she, like, 3D. she should. She should get on Bubble and like try to work something work. out. That yeah. could totally work. You, you get like some YouTube Premium or YouTube Red kind of shit. Oh, here, like eight dollars, watch some Bubble Music Festival. That could fucking work, but hey, you were, you're not
0: gonna go to concert. It's COVID, right? Yeah, just watch the shit at home. You, right. have, you have a VR set, watch it in VR. Watch it with your friends. Have, pop some popcorn.
1: Yeah, but as a movie feature, I don't know if I could really recommend Bubble to people. It wasn't like, oh, this is the worst thing you're gonna watch. It's just that I had such high expectations. Maybe it's my own fault for having such. It high is expectations. our fault, but in the like, way, when you have like. A- Iraqi, when you have Sawano, when you have all the VAs, when you have Wit Studio running this shit,
0: how could you not have high expectations? So you see, the thing that I realized is what you just said, like the staff list being stacked, only people that are very invested in anime industry would know, right? So it sounds good, but the trailer would, for a lot of mainstream, like people who don't really watch that much anime— They would buy into just based on the trailer alone because it does look fantastic. And it just does not work when you watch it on a casual level as a casual weeb and as a hardcore weeb. And that to me is like the biggest disappointment. Because if you enjoy it as a casual weeb or don't watch a lot of anime, then fine. And I'm sure you would get something out of it regardless, just like we did. But it was so disappointing. I I couldn't really tell who it was catering for. Because the casuals would be
1: like, okay, this is kind of cool, but like, what's the story? Happen- what's, what's, what's the story, right? And then there'd be the hardcore ones. They'll be like, wow, I'm actually very disappointed in the performance of
0: these characters because we have such great writers, great staff, great music, but no substance. To this day, I still think instead of writing a story first, they like the concept of parkour and like the camera angles and the music and then did an anime around that, and I think that's the if that's the truth... I mean, they're
1: not Shinichiro Watanabe, where it's like, oh, give me like a concept, give me some music, and I'll make a story out of it, right? Like, it, it fucking worked. That's how he made all his works. Whereas this one was just kind of like... The, the the main center point, the main focus is this, and you build a story around it. They're
0: like, well, actually, no matter what story we give, the setup point's gonna take precedent no matter what, so... Usually when I watch something that's disappointing, I usually get mad, but with Bubble... I was just beaten down. That's how bad it was for me personally. It was nutty. I
1: again, I I think like half an hour out of the whole hour and a half that we used to watch it was fun. I I literally like enjoyed all the music beats. The animation quality was fucking ridiculous. Though there were parts where like the zoom in of the pretty boy and the pretty girl lips was a little bit like and it was a weird. It yeah. was weird, right? It was very it's like dark. V- it? It's
0: like parts of Vivi, right? Yeah. So I I get that. But. It's like
1: whenever you play a video game and it's like. CGI-generated cutscenes, and then, like, in-game cutscenes, like, you're, the quality is very noticeably different. Yep, yep, yep. So, I, I think that's, yeah, we, that's enough of shitting and, on. Yeah, Bubble.
0: at the end of the day, it should have been in contention for best anime on paper. In execution, obviously not. And that's why Will and I are so disappointed and are so passionate about putting it in our winner for best disappointing of season three. Well, was it a waste of time? Not no. Not entirely? And that's actually worse. Because if it was a waste of time, I would... You probably would have just cut stream. Yeah. Yeah. But I was well. holding out hope.
1: Okay. Well, let's let's do a 180 on this. And rather than talking about the shit, what about stuff that surprised us? What about things that we just came across where like, wow, this actually turned out to be really fucking good.
0: So the word for this one is the best surprise or best discovery of, of season, season three. three. So I'm going to go real quick with my runner-up and winner. Because it's very obvious, and actually talk in depth about, or more in depth about my second runner-up. So, my runner-up is your boy Kong Ming. Makes sense. Yeah. The premise is absurd. It shouldn't work, but it does, and it is fantastic. My winner is Kotoro lives alone. Fuck, that's such a good. It's it's such a random thing. I mean, okay, just
1: straight up, I had that as my winner as well. because mm-hmm. because I, cause I cause I'd yeah seen let's it, go in on it. I'd seen it on. Netflix before, but as a live action, yeah. And then all of a sudden, I was just like, "This is kind of interesting." Watched it, very lighthearted, very chill. Okay, it's just about a kid talking about you know modern day life beats and all that. Man, yeah, it could be it could be something to watch, but you know, it's live action. Not that into it. Whatever. Then a couple months later, an anime version of it came out. I was like, "Well, why do we need this? Like, this has absolutely no reason to exist. We already have a live action." So I was like, "Ah, fuck it. Why not just watch one episode?" After one episode, then I immediately go to Jason's, like, um, so we have a Life Lessons and an episode coming up,
0: right? You, you should watch this. And, J- and you're just like, why? This yeah, is- that that's the crazy part, was it wasn't because of Cultural Lives Alone. It just so happens that this anime was premiering around the time that we already established this subject for our episode, for that episode. So. And it was just
1: perfect. So I was just like, watch this. You, you, just, just, just trust me. Just, just check it out. And you're just like, okay, sure. And then you ended up watching more than me, and you're like, "I I don't know like how I feel right now, except that, uh, dude, life sucks, man.
0: <laughs> no, is... no, we, I need to do better, Will. I I I, need I to... gotta be a better person. <laughs> so uh, honestly, like, I guess before we knew about the property itself, when we saw it on the lineup for Netflix, we just like didn't give a shit. Yeah. Like literally, like it was like a non a non issue. Then all of a sudden. Somewhere down the line, my sister messages me from Texas. and She's like, yo, have you seen Kotor Lives Alone? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, that Netflix show? Fuck. what it looks so stupid. And she's like, I cried. I cried three times. She said that. Like, I, I have the text. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? And then literally, like, the next day, I looked at Mal. And it has, like, an 8 point something. Eight point f- Four eight point five, and I was just it's like, "It's very high." I was just like, "What? Why, why? How?" I need to know. Now we need to throw this
1: out first as well, right? The character design of the series yes. is actually not
0: good. I don't, I, I really don't like it. It is faithful to the source. I will tell you that. Much. Oh, absolutely. Just like how Kaiji is faithful to the source, yeah. but if you're turned off by the aesthetics, there's not much I can do about that. Big ass foreheads, their, eyes their, too. Their, their heads are huge. The amount of truth bombs, the amount of life lessons, the philosophical things that you learn from Kotoro Liz alone cannot I mean, be understated. And that's yeah. crazy. Where, like, where
1: were y'all in episode 35 when we talked about why Kotoro is like the number one life lesson anime
0: out this season? And it's a kid, a literal kid, four years old, who speaks in the way of a feudal samurai.
1: Whereas, like, most of us grown-ups nowadays don't even know how to pay taxes,
0: right? Like, it, this this
1: kid has everything going for him.
0: And it also doesn't work out for him, but he's okay with that. And that is just so heartbreaking and also very uh, educational and motivating, really. Yep. So that was my winner. Um, You had a second runner-up, you yeah. said? Uh, what was your runner-up? I, I want to f- go a bit on my last one, I guess. Dance, dance, denser. Yeah. Oh, shit. Wh- yeah? What? Yeah.
1: yeah, who would have thought that I would like it? I because I mean it's a kid who does jiu jitsu, Do, wants to you know become a man. But Speaking then turns, of eyes, yeah, that one's a that one's the eyes one in too. that. But I I like it. No, that's,
0: that's good. It's, you know, it's, I and I I fully didn't expect to get into it. I was because I really like Welcome to the Ballroom, and it really did give me those vibes. But I was so ready to be like, I'll just give it to Will. And he will shit on it. Fine, whatever. Like honestly, like I, I know that sounds kind of petty, but I was just like, maybe he won't like it, and then whatever, right? You and, just
1: wanted me to further reaffirm it's not good. You're like, ah,
0: you know what? If he doesn't like it, then I'm not gonna watch it, right? Because because I want to be. I honestly wanted to be the elitist snob that be like, yeah, but welcome to the ballroom did it right. But then, well, uh, I haven't seen it other than the first episode, but boy, was I fucking wrong. Yeah, it's it's good. It's really good. Oh, um, you think ballet is not a man's sport, or you're not manly enough? I mean, I guess there's, like, what do you call it, like, stereotypes about that? But have yeah. you seen Billy Elliot? Have you seen fucking how jacked that guy is with tattoos in the very beginning of episode one? Jesus fucking Christ.
1: It's a good it's a good show. A, I, I do have a, a a quick mention of a, a second runner-up, yeah, yeah. which was uh, a KB Sailor uniform.
0: Because I didn't imagine myself wa- liking that shit. So, a KB Sailor uniform was my third runner-up, because... Honestly, and the reason why I took it off was because cute girls doing cute things is not necessarily... It's, it's its the
1: trope that like has been from the beginning
0: of anime. Yeah, and I like cute girls doing cute things, so I was going to like it regardless. But I was surprised at how much I liked it, though. That was true, and how good it looked. But my second runner-up, which in my mind is quote-unquote the real winner, at they least in my heart... They make it the winner. No, because Kotoro Lives Alone is too impactful, in my opinion. But anyways... The Demon Girl Next Door, season one and two. Ah. I was immensely surprised at the amount of heart and... The writing is genuinely funny. You have Chika from Kaguya-sama voicing the main character, Momo. And... I think I texted you, Will, at one point. I mean, you said uh,
1: this was on uh, June 7th, um, so a couple days ago. Man, within six minutes of this episode of Season 2 of Demon Girl Next Door, they spoof recaps do Resident Evil and Dead Rising parodies. The VA
0: for Chica from Kaguya is rapping now. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) Yes. Also, the, um, furthermore, there is a bit of Yuri undertones that is extremely, oh, extremely apparent. That, that just that just, that just lights up the cuckles of it, your heart, right? It is so gay. I love it. And it's just so dumb. They make fun of magical girls in a way that I just – mad props, really. So I went from knowing that I would probably like the show to absolutely loving the show. It's always good to confirm something, right? But that's it's... just for me, right? But Kotor Lives Alone, I think, is something that I would push for almost every single person under the sun. Now then, we've talked about stuff we've watched. We've talked about stuff we've read. What about stuff that we
1: haven't gotten around to yet that we really, really should get into? The award for this one is the
0: quote-unquote best anime or manga that we have yet to get into. Arcane won last time. I have not watched, finished Arcane even though it, it does look really good. To be fair, I think just watching that first episode was enough. It, it, it's it's good.
1: It's good. But is it anime? Is it new? You fulfilled Odd Taxi, so you did your due
0: diligence. Yeah. And Odd Taxi was fun, too. So you should ma- get around to watching it at some point. So speaking of news stories that has happened within the past two weeks, my runner-up is a manga called Oshinoko. That's my only award for this one. The
1: one thing... Because I think anime, eventually, I will catch up with. But manga has been one of those things where as much as like I do enjoy reading manga, I'm so lazy that I just can't get around to picking up a book and reading it. Wait, you or, know
0: about the news recently, right? Oshinoko? Yeah. No? It got an anime adaptation. Oh, okay. By Togo Kobo. Doga Kobo's doing yeah, it. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, I, I lost my fucking mind. But I thought you would have known already. So I didn't tell you. Yeah. Well, now I know. Now, like, you know, now that that's a surprise discovery. Yeah, exactly. For me. Right. Okay. So, Aka asaka from the manga cup for Kaguya, Sama Love is War also did Oshinoko, which is about a uh, idol who, um, uh, the main character has to take care of this idol during childbirth. He dies for some reason and is reincarnated as one of the, the two babies. And apparently it's like drop dead gorgeous and good and, Interesting and entertaining, and I have no it idea. Incredibly highly rated, extremely. It won tons of sh- uh, Shogakukan awards and shit like that. I thought for a minute it won a lot of Shokugeki's. I'm like, damn. Look, <laughs> look. Sometimes Soma can't do all the work, right? Oh no, I'm getting hungry. Shit, but we have to order food. Shit, we'll get around to that. I'm, a, I'm get I'm starting to feel a little bit. But Oshinoko is, for all intents and purposes, seems to have all the ingredients for it to be an awesome. Anime adaptation, and originally I was gonna put it on manga that needs to get an adaptation, but then I was like, I never read the manga, so I don't know. And then all of a sudden, several days later, it's like, oh yeah, all your bro,
1: all your all your wishes have been answered. Yo,
0: Dogakoba, we got you, we got you, Jason, we got you. So. We, we, we've sung praises of Dugokobo the, the past season. We, you yeah. said some good things about them. My Senpai's Annoying is really good. Uh, Shikimori is really good, even though a lot of people don't seem to agree. But I understand. Honestly, I do understand. I mean, when you're up against a Titan that is Marin. I, r- I really think the fallout of that was high. But speaking of best anime and manga that I haven't consumed, I was originally going to consume it, but I didn't. This winner is Ranking of Kings. I'm really sorry, Will. I wanted ah. to, and trust me when I said that a week ago. Well, you I finished. Had, you finished part one, right? No, oh, okay. eight of twenty-three. You're you're, you're I, getting I, there. You're getting I literally there. did not move an inch since I put it on hold last time. Not consumed a single thing. Meanwhile, there were friends that I was telling about, like, oh, I kind of need to, f- I kind of should finish this, and they went on to finish it before I did. So I'm just like, well. Hmm. Fuck, I'm just a lazy piece of shit, apparently. So, Ranking of Kings should be good. It is good. for Those eight episodes was fantastic. Why wouldn't it be better? It should be. It is. There were a couple cry moments for me. I still cry whenever I listen to the music. I literally had a friend text me and says, in all caps, Why are you not watching this? You alluded it to me, then I finished it, and I'm like, The fuck are you doing? Get off your ass and watch it. I'm like, Oh, shit.
1: Well, don't get off your ass because then you'd be standing up. Sit back down, watch some anime. But then again, it's also like you just there's so much shit you're already watching and reading. So I get that. I get that. Manga
0: is on my backlog.
1: You said like just from
0: one tag alone, there's like twenty volumes, thirty volumes. Yes, because I have not been keeping up with manga. But anyways, will on your end, what you got? That's it. Just Oshinoko.
1: Oh shit! Really? Uh, no again, contest, right? Okay. As, as I said, with like most anime, I, I will eventually get round to watching. Just like how you said, I should watch your I will get round to watching it, right? Um, but manga is just one of those
0: things which, unfortunately, just takes time for me to get into. Do you want to know though, like the secret winner that I have for this category is um, the best anime and manga that I, I haven't consumed that I really should. Is Vinland Saga? I had that for uh, previous season. As, as in, like, w- this is the shit you should get into. Yep. Um, season we, two is coming we, up soon. We have, yeah, exactly. We uh, in January 2023. That's another news story. We have in the past two weeks, crazy amounts of news stories. But okay, that's for after the finale. So, oh, well, I mean, speaking of news stories, that's actually the next award. Yep. Right. Our favorite slash. Important slash impactful news stories from season three. I'm actually very curious to see which ones you picked. I've got two. I got two. Okay. Uh, I but... can guarantee you, you would not expect the ones that I picked. I mean, there were so many news stories. It's kind it's kind of was. Yeah. But, but... One
1: of them, I mean, I didn't really have like a winner, runner up. These are just two that stuck out to me the most. Like tied winners? Sure. Uh, the Nikata Rice commercials. Yep. Yeah. That was a fun time. It was a ha- very fun time. Because having to see Onigiri girl was uh, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other one was um, potentially a uh, nine-tailed demon taking over Japan. Because uh, a rock which contained the evil spirit of a nine-tailed demon was
0: split in half. And therefore, Naruto is real. So, it's very interesting that you chose to do those two. Because actually, they were in contention at the time. But I ended up going for the important slash impactful rather than my favorite because the memes for those two and the yaoi paddle and all that stuff is just fantastic. But my runner up is in episode 27 when we said Sueisha's Manga App Plus allows readers to read all English chapters of manga once. Okay. I think that was extremely important over time because not only can you, for example, read Spike's Family right now in its entirety – kaiju number eight which should get an anime adaptation like fucking why why not i think mappa is the only one that'd be able to do it
1: yeah i believe that for sure it would be sad if it was mappa though because i feel like those people just need to get a take
0: just get some rest or do a rotation something figure it out
1: god damn you can't do like chainsaw man and Jujutsu kaisen and then afterwards fucking roll
0: out with like kaiju number eight right so like chainsaw man number two is going to be on jump plus oh yeah that's right exactly. the high school arc, and then summertime rendering is on jump plus so a lot of well-known shows now and will be in the future are clearly originated from jump plus and to push digital instead of physical is just i fantastic. mean we,
1: but it's something you've always brought up as well right like the fact that with anime and manga, it's very easy for us to be able to get a full digital catalog of anime because it's on all major streaming channels. But when it comes to manga, that's been like the main frustration because of region locking, distribution,
0: localization. Yep. And I know we are the good anime palette podcast, but we do touch on manga because it's a very important part. Dude, I mean, I would I would totally be down to read more Jojo
1: and uh, Golden Kamui if it got translated and localized easier and faster and to
0: have it on jump plus just makes it easily accessible right so it's like oh it's on netflix so you can just press a couple of buttons and you can see it oh it's on jump plus so you can press a couple of buttons and literally start reading simultaneous releases so i think for the platform and the overall manga industry which is dying due to physical paper copies not being a thing anymore which it shouldn't be a thing anymore um it's a very important news story but my winner for the most Important and impactful news story is in episode 29, we finally heard back from the Crunchyroll and Funny Funimation Merger. Final, Funimation. Funny Merger Finalization. Crunchymation. It is if you think about it, it really is the most impactful streaming service merger in the anime sphere. Of all time. I mean, everybody thought being. that this is,
1: this meant that there
0: was going to be trouble for Crunchyroll, and actually, it turned out to be the complete opposite. Exactly, Funimation is the one that took the fall, and then all of a sudden, all these shows got added to Crunchyroll, but not all of them. And then Sentai got um, High Dive, I think,
1: and and then all the people who held like high exec positions within Funimation ended up leaving, right, or they get or they just moved over to Crunchyroll. Which yeah, exactly. Then meant that there's no more Funimation it's just crunchyroll
0: now so which does beg the differ like, but, but the question of what's going to happen to the dubbing team and i and i really do think that those questions along with certain controversies that's happened within funimation and also recently a bunch of other stuff that it's too long and too mundane to name is actually very interesting to see where crunchyroll will go or if they chose to do nothing so either way crunchyroll is now bigger than ever and that is both a good and bad thing for everyone.
1: So, those are the favorite news segments, news stories, whether it's funny, whether it's personal, whether it's impactful, whatever it was. They were definitely the headlines of the year, of the, of the season for us. Now, going beyond the news and specifically into the podcast, there are some memorable moments. There are parts of the season that were like, you know what? This
0: was a good time. This was a bad time. This is a very. Memorable time. So course. favorite moments from the GAP season three. I've got two. I got two. Yeah. I'll
1: just start with my favorite one. Sure. Uh, BP6. Yep.
0: That's my winner.
1: BP6, yeah. uh, Spikes Family and cancel Get, Culture. Getting canceled by uh, someone who didn't really do their due diligence and didn't know what they were up against. So for
0: people who have just, not just heard the update. So, so what is yeah. the
1: update? So this happened about a month ago. No, six weeks ago. Um, Spikes Family had just aired. We were watching the first episode or the second episode.
0: No, no, the first episode aired, and then the second episode was going to drop that night. Yeah. And then there was a, uh, a TikToker. I'm
1: not going to mention their name because I think they deleted their account.
0: Yeah, so that's the update,
1: right? Yeah, they, they either d- deleted or they went private or they just renamed their whole account. Anyways, uh, they started talking about a specific 30 second clip of uh, Spikes Family where. I mean, this is not spoilers anymore. It's been long enough. Uh, Anya Forger gets admitted into uh, a school that was part of um, the whole Forger plan to be able to, you know, follow through with his little spy ways. Uh, and you know, he's very, very happy that Anya got in. But uh, unfortunately, to this particular TikToker, uh, because Anya's blushing, uh, it means that he is sexualizing his daughter. Uh, and that is uh, totally wrong. And everybody on the internet let out a collective sigh and said, "The fuck are you talking about?"
0: Then there may or may not be. Okay, it's alleged that this person then further like they, edits, faked, they
1: faked a, a report saying that uh, there like was from other sites or something. Yeah, that Wits and Cloverworks were considering like taking down or something. It, it was it was something halting do. production yeah. was
0: the term that was used. So obviously that's not true. And then Will and I kind of went off on, I guess, cancel culture in general, and uh, that went
1: on to be one of our best episodes.
0: Not only that, but I think that conversation transcended obviously anime and manga into just the whole. And when you factor in like recent developments with certain very publicized trials, let's say, of certain uh, actors and actresses, actress, um, I think the topic of cancel culture was extra relevant given everything
1: it gets tiring whenever you see comments of oh this shouldn't be happening or i can't believe this is happening or this is airing blah 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 blah. and I, i get it people have opinions and you should always allow people to say what's on their mind but sometimes people tend to forget that just because you're allowed to say something doesn't mean that you aren't subject to retribution and retaliation right you have to bear the consequences of your actions and for this particular person to you know, outlandishly say that there was sexualization of Anya Forger in Spike's family, boy,
0: you you could not be more wrong. And I think I Will and I should clear the air because I received certain sort of, I guess, inklings from people that listened and said, like, so you're against cancel culture? And I want to be very firm and say Will and I are not against any cancel culture, but it is the minutiae and the details of each case i guess of cancel culture that should be like taken with a very keen insight and like eye of observation because there is no general rule that applies to every situation that that that's just too unfair for everyone involved
1: when people essentially misuse or take advantage of cancel culture it sets the wrong precedent for people where it's like oh if this person can get away with doing this then therefore i can also get away with doing this and then that just sets the wrong trend for people we don't want that to happen we are fully fine if you want to try and cancel something if it goes against your values and your expectations fucking go for it yeah but first don't but like don't don't falsify information
0: that's one thing and the other thing is realize that everyone should have second chances or the opportunity to not only come clean but to change so that if you were to dig you know skeletons in the closet i think i use that exact term how far back do you go and obviously there's no written rule and there's no standard that people follow but i'm always of the mindset to be give a second chance until someone abuses or that person abuses it then be like okay then you can go fuck off and get cancelled but that is our winner. Actually, I... I think
1: that's my only one. I don't think anything else stacks up to it. I'll just leave it at that. But do you have anything else? Yeah, I have a runner-up.
0: And uh, it was it's extremely personal because in a million years, I never thought I would ever have to mention this ever. For After Dark 7, I had the opportunity to mention School Days. Oh, right. Uh... That is my runner-up for my favorite moment of Season 3. Because, Jesus fucking Christ, that show is just, there's just so many emotions and so many, like, things to go off of from that Yandere's are great. Uh, Yeah, I guess. And terrible shows also can be extremely shocking, believe it or not. We should do a, a segment on Yandere Simulator sometime. Dude, I actually did a lot of research on it. It is a fucking saga of shit. Yeah, like it's like there's politics and stupid message board shit and correspondence. It's, it's like a real big mess, in my opinion. It has nothing to do with the game itself, but fuck. But School Days is the only anime that I logged on my anime list that I give a non-rating, and I refuse to give it a rating. It just, it's just there. It'll it's, it'll forever haunt you. The other one that I uh, don't even put on there is Grave of the Fireflies, but that's a different story. For oh, man. You day. should totally give that one a 10 out of 10, right? It, it, Masterpiece. Really, it really is a 10 out of 10, but I I don't want to put it out on there. Out of respect, right? No, it's just... because I don't want to talk to anybody about it. That's my issue. Why do you like Grave of the Fireflies? Yeah, I don't it, want to have yeah. that conversation. <laughs> exactly, right? Like, you are doing the exact same thing that I wanted to avoid, right? I don't want it. I mean, I haven't watched it, but...
1: I don't plan to. Um, okay, now now we're our big the, the, boys. Yeah. Crunch time! It is now the last two awards of the serious ish segment, which is the favorite
0: anime. Nope. And the favorite. Yep. Manga. Yep. 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 Sorry. You yeah, you're, you you love cutting me off. Yeah. You? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm a little drunk. I yeah. realized.
1: Sit back and let's just listen to what each podcaster here. Drunk Jason and hungover Will talk about our favorite anime and favorite mangas.
0: But let's end on anime. For, let's l- end on anime and start with manga. Do you actually have? It's the same things. It's goodbye, by and look back. Okay,
1: but I think it's like if you. If you just needed to read like a one shot, like it, they're both two hundred pages, right? They're only like they're basically like one volumes worth. Um, you yeah, just just check that shit out, man. S- I mean Fujimoto-san,
0: is like fucking. I I, I love him. He's done real well with his shit. Who gives a shit about one-shots? No one did. Then all of a sudden two one bombs shots are dropped. Thing. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden now one-shots are a huge thing now outside of Japan. Like f- that's, that's how crazy it is.
1: I think respective uh, uh, uh respectively, like it is an eight point five and an eight
0: point seven.
1: Also or look back and goodbye, Airy.
0: Fujimoto had no reason or incentive other than his own to do these two one-shots. He's just like Fuck I'm, yeah, I I'm, I have a break. Like, I'm taking a break from Chainsaw Man. I'm waiting for part two. Yeah.
1: So why don't I do this? And it's just like, this is not something you do in your free time. This is like, what the fuck, man? This I can is, imagine it.
0: him with his editor, right? And him being like, oh, fuck, you want to do another one shot? Okay, I, you're Fujimoto, so I can't say shit. Fine, let's see it. And then him reading this and being like, oh, fuck. Shit. And well, then, how much money
1: do you want for this? No, just make it free. No, just make it. Just do it. Just make it for free. But what, what?
0: And then he's and then it was like, okay. And then the other, go- and then like I don't know, a couple of months later, it's like, oh, yo, um, remember that one shot I did? Yeah, it was great. Like, you, you're crazy for doing it, but it was. A Here's mo- another one. What? <laughs> well, wait, 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 we're charging this time, right? No, no, John Plus. What? Yeah, it's free, my dude. That is literally how it went down, almost word for word. She, she's is just looking at it, it's like. You're just giving this to fr- for free. He really is MVP, honestly. In with those two one shots, show. Here is my conundrum. I read a lot of mangas. During uh, this I know time. which one you're talking about. Yeah, a shit ton of mangas during this time. So I had so many runner ups. And in... the the one that you are about to bring up, which I think you were going to
1: bring up, was one of those. Uh, I really should get on it for season three when I when I mentioned it as an award in season you, two. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so boys
0: run to Riot. Yes. So. This, Boys Run to Riot, or uh, Fujimoto's two one-shots, Look Back and Goodbye Aerie, kind of is the winner. And they are really... In the end, is the winner, right? Right. And Boys Run to Riot, I think, even though it is a phenomenal 10 out of 10, in my opinion, I think it is a really tough read. And if it does turn into an anime or a movie at some point it would be a really tough watch with a lot of people because they really go like hard into a lot of difficult and
1: emotional subjects I mean, social dilemmas gender bending identities it's um it hits a lot of very heavy subjects that you can't just
0: casually digest and mix in with hip hop brands and the connotations negative connotations come with that and it's just it's an extremely powerful, but it's one of those animes that or these mangas that I don't know really what else to say. It's just really good. But but if we exclude the two one shots and but then again it's Boys also like Riot, but
1: then it's also like but you gotta mention the two one shots too, right? Because they're also really Yeah, and that's good. that
0: was my problem. They're really fucking good. They're both really fucking good. So I had to give a shout out to my runner up, which was the one that I had the most fun with. The Eminence in Shadow. Oh, right. Which should be airing. In October. And has three volumes out. The amount of sheer stupid fun that I had with this manga cannot be understated. I'm cautiously optimistic for the anime adaptation. I don't know if it can stick the landing. But if it does, it will be over an 8 for Mal. For the anime. If, If it works. Or else it will be like... If it's, Se- up seven. if it's a 7, it's still okay. Oh, no, it's it, right? it, it will still okay. be okay. But if they could really get it right, I know you can say that about a lot of things, but Eminence of Shadow, they really strive the line, and I think the trailer that they released made sense to me, but won't make sense to people who don't read the manga. All right, well,
1: now we're getting into the uh, the best anime from Season 3, whether this is backlog, seasonal, stuff we've done as part of topic discussions, anything that was mentioned or discussed within
0: the third season of the GAP podcast. This is the big, big, big boy. The award to ha- to receive from the GAP bros. I've got a runner-up and I've got a winner. And I think it's very obvious what my ones are. Uh, my runner-up and winner, and I guess second runner-up are all extremely obvious. And third runner-up, fourth runner-up. No, there's, no there's just just it's, just, three, just it's just three. It's just three. To be fair, just three. It's just three. Do you want to hear them? Yeah, go for it. Uh, My second runner-up is my dress-up darling. My runner-up is Snow White with the red hair. And, of course, my winner is Spikes Family. Duh. Duh. Fuck. Yeah. All my
1: those... runner-up runner is Spike's Family, and my winner is Kaiji.
0: Fuck, dude. Like, w- color me surprised, guys. Yeah.
1: But it's like – we it's it's almost like we talked about these very same anime series like an hour ago when we started doing this
0: episode. It's yeah. almost like we mentioned these for multiple awards and they either won or became runner-up, right? Yeah. But I, you, you explained why you liked your shows.
1: I explained why I like my shows. Like, you're, they were going to feature again no matter what, right? Like I, I could keep saying why I like Kaichi, but it doesn't mean anything unless you decide to take that punt and think, you know what? This asshole keeps saying kaiji, this kaiji that, maybe I'll go check out Kaiji and prove him wrong. Hey, why the fuck is
0: this guy talking about Snow White with the red hair? Who gives a shit? Like, okay, like I get it. And if it's that that's not your thing, I totally get it as well. But if you're into that genre, just like with Kaiji, right? You're into you're okay with the the aesthetics and you like that kind of theme, I think all of the shows that we just mentioned for the best anime from season three cannot go wrong. Any of them. You'll have a fun time. You you will have a fun time. And these sets of anime is the best anime from season three of the GAP, palette pod, GAP podcast. I fucking... Podcast forget. palette. Palette. The palette of the podcasts of the anime. Palette of the podcast sounds so, like... A, I don't fucking know. It sounds like a Star Wars title. I don't know. <laughs> we are now officially done with the serious-ish awards. Yeah, we're about to get stupid and we're going to go into our stupidish awards uh will and i are going to take a short break we are going to open our second bottle of sake and uh do some fun stuff now also
1: eat some lunch i'm really fucking hungry yeah did you order food already it's it's coming it's coming the guy should be here in like 10 minutes all right right, so we can take a break and
0: then head out absolutely yeah okay cool right
1: y'all go take a break drink some water don't just drink alcohol balance out with some water you need to make sure you're hydrated Um, and then afterwards uh, we will come back and we will do some real dumb shit there will be a lot of giggling probably we'll talk some real dumb shit okay we'll see y'all later peace shit welcome back to the second half of today's episode as a reminder we are doing the season finale episode 36 season 3 of the good anime palette podcast uh, it's will it's jason still a little inebriated
0: very very full how are you doing buddy i'm actually more sober than i thought i would be so let's try to rectify that uh please drink responsibly and over the age of the legal limit in your country, please. So
1: now we're opening the second bottle, which is a 58% milled sake, a Ginjoshu Kisho uh, from the Suiyo Japanese Sake Brewery. Not sponsored, but, you know. One can dream, right?
0: One can dream, right? All right. Uh, You want to introduce uh, the first award, and then I'll pour out these uh, these shots of sake. So now that we have done with the serious-ish awards, it is time to get dumb do stupid shit with our stupidish awards. Now these award categories are obviously made up by us, or though, you know, some would resonate and make a lot of sense when we define it. So I think Will and I will take an extra step of defining what each of these are when we get to them. But they are meant to be fun, whether it is to just have the. This, this is just to shoot the shit, really. Yeah, it's just shoot the shit, but to... also like to to also tout some awesome anime and manga.
1: So the first award for the stupidish section is the fuck Mary Kill section of the podcast season. But that's not very anime. So we have to of course, tinker it a bit. Uh, is is the whose head would you pat, whose hand would you hold, and whose body would you hit with a truck
0: award? So what Will and I are gonna do is we have a 3-0 candidates and we will maybe have our own impressions of these three and then give the other co-host... Put them in a predicament and say, oh, which one would you not want to hit with a truck, but you have to pick
1: one of them, and so on and so on. Um, I, I This time this time around, I only have one selection of three. I know before, in previous seasons, I did have several of them this
0: time around. I think I just like boil it down just to a selection of three. I also have... I mean, I have a seasonal one, but I really have the real one. Okay, so let's knock these back first, and then we'll go into the first stupid award. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, Ed. Bud. Oh shit! Yeah, that's more dry than it. Yeah, that's dry. Ooh. Oh. I mean, it's it's good, but it's woo. response big kids. Oh my god. So, Will, uh, if since you're pouring our drink for the second go around. Would you say that uh, choosing whose head would you pat, hand would you hold, and kill with a truck is a very potentially real life-and-death scenario? Well, where is this going, man? And um, your recent endeavors into the isekai genre has been the realest, would you say? Okay. So what I have done, I've took the liberty to pick three of the girls from uh, realist isekai and have you to choose whose hand would you hold to marry whose head would you pat to fuck and whose body you would hit with a truck aka kill your selections are and if I butcher these pronunciations apologies Lucia Elf right? no fuck she's the military Looking girl. Wears These the red sh- shirt. Feeding, yeah. She's the blonde waifu, I called her. Then there is uh, Juna Doma, which is the blue idol singer waifu. Basically, the Onesan MILF type. And, of course, Aisha Ugard, which is the white-haired... The, the, the buxom dark elf. The, yep, the white-haired dark elf waifu. So You had to pick those three, too. So, I have not watched a single episode of Realist Rebuild the Kingdom, season one and two, uh, I do intend to at some point. So I enlisted a help of a friend who has watched both seasons and also thought it was really good. And I said, which of these... Because apparently there's like five. in there's the five right now, yeah. But then the other two is like not really featured that much. They only show up in season two. There's like a wolf girl or like cat girl. Or They're something. not that important. Yeah. And there's like a lolly. But those ones I would immediately hit with a truck. But, but now it's actually kind of tough. The, these three are the primo candidates so what you got Will uh, well how about this I'll tell you what I would do okay sure based off of my knowledge of realist rebuild the kingdom which is basically zero I would I would head pat Aisha I would handhold hold Lycia, and I would murder Junadoma Doma with a truck um, no,
1: uh, that's offensive as fuck. Why would you do that to Juna? dude? Juno is fucking hot, man. Like you, wow. Okay, now this, uh, yeah, this is clearly a predicament because I know in terms of the story, um, Licia is the the number one waifu, right? Yes. It's, but but this is because I'm I'm not the realist in this kingdom.
0: Uh, I you see, realist. I've been given insider knowledge of things that I should not have knowledge of if I haven't mm-hmm. watched the show, but I know.
1: Uh It pains me to say this, but I probably would hit Licia with a truck. <sighs> it's yeah. hard. It's hard. But only because I'm living my own
0: fantasy of what would I do between Juna and, you know. I mean, to be fair, all three are, like, very prime anime waifu best girl candidates, for sure. So. Yeah.
1: I would head pat Aisha. Yes. And I would hold Juna's hand. Okay. And hit Lisha with a truck. I know that's going to hurt some people because that's not what happens in the story, man. But like, this Yeah, is, but this, who this, gives this a is fuck? This, this,
0: is, this is our rules, our world, all right? I think the reason why I picked the kudere is because I picked the kudere, so...
1: Yeah. like yeah. She's like
0: Tsunku, I think, right? Sunku, Tsunku, Tsunko. Yeah. So, of course, the, I would the pick characters The characters themselves
1: don't really go that deep into the Dere archetypes. Um, it's more just how do you build a harem? And I guess if they show a little bit of that particular archetype, then that's what they are. And I think Lucia's
0: like his childhood friend, right? Mm, well, kind of. Kind of. Kind I mean, of. I mean like he, she was there from the beginning. Right. Basically, the, yeah. yeah, there you go. So I guess that also is a plus. So I have given you those things. Read. Yeah, you have cho- you have that was
1: that was that was not an easy one. Uh, this one may actually be easy for you. Uh, so <clears throat> let's hear it. Uh, your forger, mm-hmm. Marin Kitagawa, from of course, and Michon Shikimori. Uh, no, oh shit! I actually was gonna say I Hayasaka from Kaguyasama Love Is War.
0: I almost got two out of three correct. So what was yeah. the third one? The Kaguya-sama one. I Hayasaka. Hmm. The butler maid? No, no, I know. I'm very aware. Blonde, too. Yeah. Okay. Um, Hmm. Okay. I got it. So. That was fast. Okay. I would head pat Madi. I would hand hold the maid. And I will unfortunately, have to kill your forger with a truck. And I'll explain why. Wow, okay? wait, 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 you were, you were very quick to say that you were going to hit her with a truck. What the fuck? Uh, I'll explain why. So, first of all, all three are good waifu best girl candidates, all right? Well, I like, we've already established that, especially with realists as well, right? Oh, man, like, my head
1: hurts. Wow.
0: So, <laughs> oh, the problem with your forger, if we really, like, go all the way with it, is she ate anybody you want to fuck with as in like mess around with because she will fuck you up, like hurt you and kill you. And I think that's the deal breaker for me because even if she was unintentionally, I mean, we have seen it in already the anime of her unintentionally harming people by accident that she really cares and treasures. And if it wasn't an anime, I might not live to tell the tale. So I would have to kill her with a truck. Marion, on the other hand, is, in my opinion, those kinds of high-minded dream waifus that, in my mind, is not practical in real life. So, but her aesthetics, her attitude, and everything—head pat, no problem. So that leaves the responsible kudare, because of course, god, what the fuck? Of course, kudere's. I, I like, I love kudere's. I
1: had to throw it in there.
0: Like, of course, like. What do you think was going to happen guys? They
1: can't hear you anymore by the way cuz you're speaking very very far away from the I microphone. I know
0: I'm on purpose I'm, I didn't want to you know say that so. No actually the, you actually don't re- register at all. That's at this what? One. Well okay so so what part didn't register?
1: <laughs> no, it fully registered you're going to fucking kill your forger with a truck. Yeah, like, okay. You, you monster. Yeah, but you fucking despicable piece of shit. Cuz she can she can murder me, man. Uh, by so accident. That, that that is your defense. I don't know if it if it holds up in court. It's like oh, I think she can kill me so I'm going to kill her
0: first. Yeah, self defense, <laughs> man
1: from what
0: she's fucking terrifying oh
1: she's gonna take care of you no matter what don't worry about it
0: but i but she again put her hand through a fucking pumpkin and broke it i i could do that yeah sure you can i could i don't know how my hand would feel afterwards but I, uh, there'll th- be none uh, i would have to give you a prosthetic hand afterwards yes so yeah all right so that's our picks for head pat hand hold and truck okay now the last uh the next one is the uh
1: the ELI 5 or the Explain Like I'm 5 award. Um, Now for those who have just signed in have not taken part in our previous awards episodes before. uh, The Explain Like I'm 5 award is essentially describing something that generally people would agree or would really really like but for some reason either Jason or I don't agree with it, don't like it, or just don't understand it. Um, I, I have a pretty straightforward one What do you have for your... Uh, How many do you have, actually?
0: So it is based off of that Reddit, you know, uh, subreddit. Yeah, Eli 5 So I have 2 or obviously a runner-up and a winner. I just have one. All right, let's hear it. So roll with your runner-up, and I'll do my winner, and you do your winner. The runner-up is... uh, Bringing things back seems to be a a very trendy thing nowadays. If you're going to do that, why do it the way that you did? And the ones that are, I think, especially egregious is Shaman King... Sayuki, Reload, Zero-In, and the big boy, the big offender, Shenmue, the animation. Explain to me, Will, like I'm five. Like, okay, on paper, that makes sense. Like, okay, you bring all these either hyped or well-established properties, but why do it the way that you did? That's always hard to
1: answer, though, and I it, it, that is pretty much why it fits within this award category. We 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 know how much people bank and value nostalgia, we know how much people care about bringing something back from the dead and reliving parts of their childhood or whatever
0: you know was something that was awesome for them. And the rest of 2022, we already know, right? Bleach is coming back, we know, um. What was that one? The girl with the leopard print. I keep forgetting. Uh, you, you say start, Right, that one's coming back with David Productions. Right, like it should be good. Right, it should be fine. Right. I, I mean, I, I, have, I have hopes for it.
1: But um, in regards to Shenmue, um, well, they did they revamped the Shenmue game. They brought back you know Shenmue after like decades and it was shit.
0: No, because it was that Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: Shaman King. I never watched the original series. Right. Um, I don't know squat about. It at all, but I know it was, you know, pretty pretty pivotal 20 years in between, and uh, it's middling success. But why people bring it? I mean, purely for the sake of nostalgia, purely for the sake of banking on people wanting to relive something that they experienced in their childhood. That's literally it.
0: I think the ELI 5 is a good award because it can be about anything that we don't understand, whether it's a character, a series, or even a trend. But for me, when you bring it back, just Like, do the right things, in my opinion. With Sayuki Reload especially, you're reintroducing the series after so long. You decided to choose the third arc of the five major arcs. And it has already been adapted several years, like, many years prior. So it's like, why? That's all. Like, explain to me. Have the execs explain it to me, and then I'll be like, fine. Or maybe, like, go fuck off.
1: I think they're just telling you to fuck off because you don't like it. Whereas there's, like, probably hundreds of thousands of people who do like it. Maybe. But, again, I mean, like, there's a reason why I haven't watched any of it. Because, one, I don't care about them. Shenmue wasn't actually part of my childhood. So, I, if you were to ask me why people cared about it in the first place, I can't answer that for you. Uh, what I am going to do, though, is have a shot at Sake. And they explain, well, I explain, ask what my ELI 5 is.
0: Maybe we should have done it. In retrospect the other way around obviously we didn't know oh
1: no 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 we're doing the stupid shit that's where we're doing we're drinking stupid alcohol like to dude.
0: punish us right okay so what's your winner bro
1: so this was uh a show that i kind of knew nothing about started watching it this season liked it thought it was really good but then saw the score on my anime list and it's a lot lower than i would have put the score to be now i'm not talking about shikimori I'm talking about Aharen-san is indecipherable.
0: Okay, okay, all now, right. I like,
1: so, and this will probably show up later on in another award that we have later on in this episode, but I have started taking on the whole cute girls doing, doing cute things, fluffy, cute, bubbly, slice-of-life comedy shit, and there's a lot of good stuff I've watched, hard included. I, I quite like the show, but then when you see the score of 7.8, Three, I think, right now. Seven point three one, yeah, yeah. Now it's not terrible, it's not bad, but I found that there was there were there were some more entertaining plot points in Aharen than, say, for example, Akebi. And Akebi was a 7.6, 7.7, if I'm not mistaken. I'll, I'll check while you so while you go. I'm. It's it's not like a huge Eli fives kind of situation. It's more just. I found there were to be more entertaining moments within Aharen. I thought there to be more, like, comfy moments with and I would have liked to see it go higher. I would have thought maybe 7.5,
0: 7.6, a little bit more respectable. So you said Akebi is, say, of 7 point what? 7.7. 7.8. 7.78. That's absurdly high. Like, way higher than I thought, actually. See? So like, well, that really the... good. I gave it a so, 9. So that, that actually, one, I gave so, it so, 8, so that but... one is, like, you know, much higher than Aharon, but I actually quite like Aharon more. Then that I think some of the gags in Aharen involving the teachers are really funny. Yeah. So I, I guess <clears throat> is it just it, it might be as simple as
1: different strokes, right? Like some people who like this may not like that, and vice versa. But like this is just from me. Like I I really enjoyed watching Aharen, even though I'm a little bit behind it. Um, and I would say that like whilst there is definitely a reason why people like watching Akebi, it's very one dimensional. It's just for that one specific reason why you like watching Akebi. Therefore, it just seems like it's kind of easy to give a higher score. Do you First, want like there's 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 a little bit more substance to watching A Harren. I'm not trying to be like snobby elitist and all that, but there there actually are like things
0: in A Harren which I felt were more thought out, more comical. So, I obviously don't have the the quote unquote real answer, but I have my theory on it. Do you, do you wish to hear it? Why, why else are we doing a podcast? Exactly. So... Is it because of Kami? Yes. Okay. Just like how Shikimori, I think, took a hit due to Moden from Dress Up Darling. And if you look at Akebi done by Cloverworks, uh, they, before that, had uh, Horimiya, which did exceedingly well, both of... Like, very popular, let's just say. And it does look very good. Regardless of how you feel about the actual show, it is very popular. So... I think that wave just carried it on. And it's much easier to swallow a pill of cute girls doing cute things when you don't have president of Comey Can't Communicate, which is almost like unfair to compare because one has been sought after for an anime adaptation since forever.
1: I would just like for people to give
0: her more of a chance. I really like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, I do think it's not as it's good not, as Komi. It, it's but, not.
1: It's not tragic. Oh, but then again, like, but that's why Komi is like an eight point four, whereas you know Aharin being a seven point three. It's it just seems a little
0: disrespectful. It is. But, my,
1: I, but I guess you would say the same thing about why
0: Shikimori is being so like harshly judged on yeah. my list. I don't think Shikimori is as good as Aharin, but I do believe. I firmly believe in the whole expectations from a previous work. Okay, my winner for Eli Five is. Well, well. Why do uh, seemingly terrible animes get second seasons? Uh, This is just this is just a question. Every season, right? Why? Why
1: why is why why is it stuff like oh, like you know, in Another World, my smartphone getting another season? Why is it like no? Because with that one, I get it. It, Or I'm standing on a hundred million on a million lives. That one. That that one is
0: less so. Yeah, but. What was it? Peter was... Grill got a second season, but that one at least I understand because it's just degenerate shit. But with like what was it, um, Makebo Bomb or whatever, got a second season. Remember that Mecha anime that no one gave a shit about? Oh, I guess. Uh, but then
1: mm-hmm. so you're basically saying why do why, why do trash anime get sequels
0: or like get greenlit for an additional season? It's not about trash animes as much as I do not see why you would renew it. With Peter Grill, for example, it's just degenerate, etchy shit. But at least I could be like, yeah, okay, there you go. It's what, it's what it's advertised.
1: It's maybe money laundering. It's not money laundering. Tax fraud. Who knows? I
0: don't know. Like,
1: So explain it to me, guys. But the thing is, right, Like, there's always... <sighs> Whenever you look at, like, score distributions for my anime list, there's always enough of a chart for you to look at where, yes, it's very heavily weighted on, like, fives, sixes, maybe some sevens. But there's always one or two people that give it a nine, even a ten. And we're talking shows that are, like, mid fives, mid sixes. So there are definitely people who enjoy it. But then to follow on your point, too, is it really enough people like that that would give companies enough ammo to be like, oh, enough people liked watching this. We
0: should totally do a second season of I'm Standing on a Million Lives or Peter Grill or I mean, or with Mal, in, yeah, with Mal in particular being driven by community votes for scores, we understood like with AOT and Spike's family and, like, and Full Male Alchemist Brotherhood of having people uh, like self adjust the scores such that everything is the way it should be, quote unquote, right? Oh, there's also
1: people who, like, manipulate the scores, too. Absolutely. Every now and then, you start seeing, oh, why is AOT dropping in the rankings? That's oh, because people are being, uh, you know,
0: assholes and trying to raise the score of a certain anime. Oh, or because they thought it was the final season when it wasn't because it's part two is coming later. Like, I get that, I guess. Yep. But with certain shows like Beyblade, right? Like, okay, there's merch. Like, I just don't... Someone... Just explain. Just explain it to me. Okay. I don't have the answers for you
1: for that, either. So... It'll forever be an Eli five. Unless there's someone who's listening to this right now who can give us an answer as to why garbage shows get sequels and adaptations. Yeah. Just show me the numbers, maybe. I don't know. We're now going to move into the next award, which is the Fuwa Fuori Fuwa Award. Or the award for the most chilled, most comfy, fluffy, fluffy anime or manga of this podcast season. So tell me about Yuru camp Will. I uh, actually has yeah that's number one. But I also have stuff like slow loop. Mm-hmm. I have stuff like a hard end in there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not quite ready to put uh, RPG real estate in there because it's actually not as fluffy as I thought it would be. There are fluffy moments and fluffy characters, but generally it's just it's a very stupid show. It wasn't as good as I thought it would be. But why Yuru Camp? Because uh, they've got Cooterays. They've got. Daredaires, they've got just lovable characters they who are really chihuahuas. really passionate. They, they have, have I don't really care about the chi- the, the Chihuahua, unfortunately. Uh, but it's just a very wonderful cast of characters who are passionate about camping, who just want to be able to spend enough time with good friends, good company, out in the wild, and uh, you know, cooking food on, the, on a gas stove.
0: I have never been that invested in a gas lamp in my entire fucking life. You have a gas lamp? No, but that arc. Okay.
1: I I just I just like watching it because it's it's just fun to see someone being passionate about things. Even if it is a fictional like story. Like of course, these are just you know, make believe imaginary girls going off and doing camping shit. But I at the same time, like from watching that, that also then led me to get the right equipment for me to go on my own camping trips and then right, like I am practicing what I've seen and it was when I did it myself it
0: was very comfy, very Sh- fluffy. Shout outs to the narrator who actually does a very good job kind of capturing the tone of Yuru Camp I think. It's it's a fun
1: show. I, I like it a lot. Aharon is also, you know, very very fluffy and comfy as well, uh, in a different way, a little more gag kind of meta way. So I um I, I like both for different reasons, but if I had to pick one that was like the fluffiest, comfiest, it, it has to be Eurocamp.
0: So slow loop and slow loop is there, but the reason why is it's because slow loop is Eurocamp light. It is. It really is. I think we we have
1: really said Yeah, that. it's just that you know it, it's easier to resonate with camping because I've done it before as a kid and I can still do it now. Whereas fly fishing is something that's a bit um like you can't just really pick it up as a hobby, but you could definitely appreciate someone who's really into the hobby. I and, learned about different baits. And, you know, when you see them, like, get their fish and actually make use of it, they're not just, like, fishing for fun. Sometimes you're also fishing, you know, a sport. Fishing for food. And do, when they have, like, horse mackerel, like, sashimi, oof, that
0: looked good. I, I like horse mackerel. Primo, primo. All right. My winner for the Fluffy Award goes to the third season of Teasing Master Takagi san. I think that uh, they have developed the storyline so it's not just the same kind of pattern and formula. And I'm firmly, I'm like almost 100% convinced that the movie that's coming out soon, I think in the summer in Japan, will tie into the announcement of the spin off manga. So I'll just say that. And if you want to know why I said that, let's just you can find out on your own. So
1: just to remind me then, right? Season one is on Crunchyroll, correct? Season two is on Netflix, correct? Season three is on High Dive, correct? So the movie is on Disney Plus, to be
0: determined. Uh, (laughs) I actually would not be surprised, and it totally makes sense. HBO Max. Like, at this point, right? It's not out yet, right? No, 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 it's not even out in theaters. It's out in theaters first, yeah. Yeah. Okay,
1: so we'll have to wait and see. Um, But but so far, like, the journey of Takaki-san, like, you've, you've enjoyed and right? i think the third think, like, season as is... much as you've like yep. you, you, you've liked the series so far i think like per season was like a different review like a different perspective it's like each season did something very different from uh from the others but like progressively it, it just works it, yeah it, just, it does get better and you do get like pretty invested in this relationship and
0: especially at the end of season three the thing that everyone expects that would happen kind of happens and then they say, oh, hey, check out the movie, guys. And you're just like, well, I know where this is going, that kind of thing. So it was really good. But I do want to spend a, a good deal of time talking about my runner-up. If you were to tell me that this show supersedes S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero Season 2 on my anime list, I would say you're out of your goddamn fucking mind. Oh. Healer Girl is a show that— You
1: won't shut the fuck up about Healer Girl. But I mean, you like it a lot. You
0: you you like Healer Girl a lot. I get that. There was a school festival arc where they emphatically copied Kon and it was done really well. I just did not know what else to say. The music is phenomenal. They tie into the more medical aspect of how in this modern world songs can heal you and how that can help you in a very amount of situations and how. They even go so far as to say, like, "How would you help a pregnant woman with a child? Like, how does a song factor in? Oh, don't use this song because of that." And I'm just like, "You don't need to do that." But that was kind of cool, so I was very pleasantly surprised by *Healer Girl*. They
1: they 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 reenacted a musical like childbirth. They sang a song at the right tones to be able to birth uh, a baby.
0: Uh, they do they they do something like that almost yeah. Uh, then, um, so all Sopranos, no Bays. Uh, they call Altos. They have Altos, okay. Yes. Uh, and uh, this might be spoiling a little bit. They have to take their exam to get the provisional license. And the rest of the day after that exam, they, sp- they speak like Disney princesses for the rest of the episode.
1: I take it that there's nobody that's tone deaf in this series, huh? Absolutely not.
0: It'd be a real shitty world to live in if you were tone deaf, and the singing is really, really good, and not like Idol good, like Disney princess good. So,
1: right. So you mentioned like the 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 singing. You mentioned the premise, but like, what about it though? Is is is, is fluff? The slice is it, is, of is, life is, is, part. Is, is it just the singing? Is it just like the 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 music, or is it like the whole? Yeah.
0: What What is what is so fluffy about it? Really, they go about. Um, talking about their backstory, why they decide to be healers, and the different barriers that they have to cross to either convince people or the common medical practitioner predicament of i'm technically not licensed to help you, but you're almost dying in front of me. What should I do because I could be liable or harm you even what should I do? And never expected out of a very fluffy singing anime. So, this sounds boring and dry as fuck. I'm on bored, bro. I'm, I'm down. Why not? Yeah, here we go.
1: Yeah, right? <laughs> so those are the Fluffy Awards uh, for this anime season.
0: Moving on to the next one. Which the is Other the Side. Complete opposite side of the spectrum. Nicknamed uh, from Visual Prison. So thank you very much, Visual Prison. The Prison of Eternity and
1: Cruelty Award, uh, which is the most uh, painstakingly um, edgy, dark, almost cold Anime or manga of the season. I've got one. I got one. Uh, my one's very straightforward. Mm-hmm. It's Kaiji. Got it. Yep. Uh, Makes sense. Yeah, no, there's just some really, really dark shit that happens in Kaiji. Not to say like, oh, this is like... Oh, like, brutal and scary. Isn't it quite... It is quite brutal. I mean, I... Don't... Brutal in the sense that it's not, like, visually brutal, but it's oh, more no, no, like no. when you think about the consequences of the games they play or, like, what was needed to be able to even survive in the world, yep. it's, it's fucking disgusting sometimes what people can do to others. And, um, hey, if yeah. Lone Sharks come after you, like... In real life, like, it is really bad. They're just, they're just sharks. There's no lone sharks. They're, oh. just, they're just fucking sharks, man. They just they, rip you apart. They, they will fucking, like, eviscerate you. And when you think you're up, you immediately get pegged down and realize you're not even close to reaching the summit. You've, you're still at the foot of this disgusting, cold mountain, and there's no way you're going to survive, even if you get to the top.
0: Because once you get to the top, best believe there's going to be someone at the top waiting to push you back down again. My no contest winner is tomodachi game uh, for a for a multitude of reasons first of all it is the most cynical look at human nature but before you
1: go any further mm-hmm. right, how many episodes did you end up watching
0: like four or five
1: does it get better after the first episode
0: yes and no uh, I can I can go into why it gets better as in uh the depravity of how asshole these people are uh increases, so I guess in the in that way it's actually interesting and the story, if you can even call it that progresses, and who's done it or who didn't mind games but it's not like very visually appealing it's just very whatever generally just people are pieces of shit if they really want to be yeah, and I think in a way it should have the aesthetics and gusto of Kagegurui because it's, it sounds like something that Kagegurui would do they play it very dry and very flat, like there here are some friends that watch them fall apart and hate each other, but they kind of don't maybe they love each other. I don't know, everyone loves everyone, but hates everyone. Oh wow, that's crazy, like it's just not very compelling to me, but edging nonetheless, right. The amount of shit that people go through in that show and they inflict on each other is so unnecessary to drive home the point that. Hey, human beings can be fucking scum your friends you you think you're friends with your friends Nah, son
1: yeah uh, I, I think I think my my issue with it was just because there was like all these other kinds of shows, mangas that I've watched and read in the past that in the
0: end, Dachi game kind of just ranked a lot lower, yeah, like liar game is infinitely better oh, it's amazing uh. I haven't seen that much of Alice in Borderlands, the live action, even though I think there's a second season announced. It's but, coming out soon. But yeah. the manga came out. I read it. It was like good. It's it, good. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. And it just boggles my mind that Tomodachi game, even though I don't think there is an English release yet, has an eight point something for the manga. Oh, it's very very like very highly rated, very popular. And it seems like maybe later on there's more to the story. So I don't know. But at the moment, it's just Edge with no substance. It's just terrible, honestly. So,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, shout out to all the people that do like Tomodachi Game. But, uh, yo, if you like Tomodachi Game... yeah, liar- I
0: 5 me this. Yeah. yeah? Y-
1: that Liar Game is way better. I'm sorry. It's uh, definitely way better. All right. Uh, yeah, we talked about some real sad shit. Let's just... Uh, let's let's not one back, and then we'll move on to the next award.
0: Which one? What's the order, actually?
1: Uh, <coughs> oh, God. Uh, the next one I have is the Thinking Man's Award which is the anime or manga that promote that provoke the most thought and discussion Kotoro Lives Alone is the winner because I had Deno Coil as my one
0: Oh, okay, okay. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Dino Coil
1: is fun, actually. It's um, it it's okay. It it does take a little bit of time to get into, and it's like twenty two episodes. It's right? twenty four. It's two curves. Oh, yeah, two, two curves, curves. Yeah. Um. So it's it's pretty much like what you imagine Digimon to be, but with more serious undertones, in that people actually do die. Like, yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, it's uh, what? Yeah, Dino Coil is pretty fucked, dude. What? Um, not uh, as in like no major characters you know of they it's like people don't don't die, die But the idea of death, the idea of loss and grief, um, the distortion of reality—all those kinds of plot points are very, very real in Dino Coil. It's uh, it's one a, of those it's one of those shows where it's like it's 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 kind of like Digimon, where it's definitely created and portrayed as a kids' show, but they don't treat kids as kids. They like they know damn well the kids are a lot smarter than they really are. And so
0: they start introducing some really heavy, heavy topics that you wouldn't expect to see in the kids' show. So Google Glass, the anime, the guy, the director and writer and script writer is legit with dental Coil. It's good. I I fully vouch. I know you had your issues with Orbital Children. It really makes me mad in a bit because I knew that dental Coil was better in terms of pedigree. But I was like, let's see the next, the, the most modern thing. So... Yeah, it's it's good because it, it it definitely taps into the idea of like
1: reality in the sense when we're, like, we're watching like the Matrix, right? What's real? What's not? Are we are our lives really predetermined? Is there ways for to break for us to break the mold and be free? So on and so forth. Dental qual taps into that as well, but you're asking these from the perspective of a child. Th- there are issues, of course. You know the fact that the kids are Supposed to be only 10 and 11 years old, but they sound like they're adults. The way they talk is also very, very mature, so there is like some sort of jarring juxtaposition of what the characters are supposed to be, but the way that they think it's like they're thinking way more mature beyond their years.
0: Uh, as a side note, if I'm remembering what you said about Dennis Coyle, didn't you also say that the character designs were very like one the same? Yes, so it's really are, hard to tell. There are times where
1: it's like. I know that's the character's name, but that character looked exactly like another character. So you and use the voice. It, yeah. And yeah. so like, you have to go back to the voices and the names, but it's like you can't remember them all because they're always like in the same frame. So uh, you can get actually pretty mixed up on who you're talking about. But those inconsistencies aside, you, you, I think you could definitely find a lot of discussion uh, to be had from watching Dental Coil. It's uh, very rich in its text. It's very, very deep. And look, I, I had, had I watched it as a kid, watching as an adult, I probably would have said the same questions. Why is this world so fucked up? It is a very, very, very deep analysis into what
0: makes society worth living. Yeah, I mean, I think those are very poignant and, but you wouldn't pro- expect a kid that's, like, 10 years old to be thinking
1: about this, no. right? You don't want existentialism to, like, just all of a sudden, like, be on the forefront
0: of a kid's mind and they just dread their very existence. They should be worrying about which playground we should play on. Which is
1: what the first part of Dental Coil is. They're just using these AR Google glasses to alter the reality. Like, it's they're, all fun and games until like, it's, like, it's not, it's right? A, it's it's a It's a wall. Oh, here's a wall. But if you put the glasses on, you're playing Pong. You're playing Tetris. Oh, you see that little uh, dust bunny over there? What dust bunny? Put your glasses on. Oh, that's not a dust bunny. That's my dog. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Did you have a real-life Tamagotchi over there?
0: A real-life pet. But they're not real because they're just AR. Maybe I should retroly uh, rescind my Oshinoko runner-up position and just put down a coil. You, you should definitely check, cause, it, cause out. Honestly, you should like, check it out. Because honestly, I'm pretty convinced now more, th- more so than ever, even though Oshinoko should be really dope It is too. a slow grind, though. It does take a while to build up. There, there are parts in like Dada Code where like this is absolutely not necessary. But I don't have to wait week, week to week, so I'm okay because I can binge it, right? Yeah, it's true. So, so that's that's, that's that's absolutely true, right? Imagine waiting week for week, it might be bad. My runner up, no surprise, is The Garden of Words. Kotoro lives alone. I think promotes a lot of thinking, philosophical conversations with everyone. But in terms of internal thoughts and conversations with my own self, The Garden of Words really resonated with me. That I, it's really hard to resonate. The same with other people because they just haven't had those same experiences and occupations that I have. That's you like it. chocolate and beer, huh? Pretty good, not as a good combo though. It's a, no, that, that just sounds gross. No, it's but a, watch it, like Guadalwords is, is, is a good I think movie. tea. The the the, the student. Either... The guy drinks tea yeah. with chocolate. Yeah, which is a good combination. And that's not bad actually. Like you have
1: a like, really strong matcha, matcha tea with with,
0: with like John with Johnny. Johnny
1: yeah, I think yeah, that's a good mixture there. Uh, All right. Not much in Johnny Walker. Don't say that.
0: <laughs> I, I, I've been to karaoke bars, dude. dude okay.
1: Don't do that. Okay.
0: No, I have done it. I know, but
1: don't, yeah. do, it. don't do it again. <laughs> Learn from your mistakes. All right. What's, what's next? Uh, well, now we're going into the uh, Get On That Shit Award, which is, you know, we keep saying we're going to watch this, watch that, um, but really, when are you going to go and do that shit? So this award is...
0: More Mainly, for the other person, more than yeah. for the other co-hosts, right? So, Will, um when am I going to finish gun Right? That's actually not on no, it.
1: No, Is it gun or Mungan?
0: or moon gun Okay. Um, I've given up on that already. Um oh, wow, Okay. So, uh, my runner-up is, and my winner are two mangas. Die Dark is the runner-up. Yep. And really, accomplishments of the Duke's daughter is with it's a worth winner. Reading. Okay. If you like Realist and that kind of dry shit. That's all they talk about. An accomplishment of a Duke's daughter. It's awesome. I've got two, but one is like super obvious. Like, yes, you should mm-hmm.
1: watch Ranking of Kings. Yep. But the one I'm actually interested to see if you will get round to watching and then potentially reading afterwards is Tokyo Revengers. Okay. Cause I think that when they played that time travel aspect, it's it's very much like um like a raised. Right, it it. I mean, it's they have the same premise. Something goes wrong in the past, and you have to fix it. And so, therefore, they keep on jumping back between times to be able to rectify mistakes, save people. Um, time travel is fucked, yo. Yeah, and it's a uh, when watching the anime, right? Watching Tokyo Avengers, it doesn't really get that deep. But as you start reading the next
0: arcs of the manga, holy fuck, it is good. Okay. Well, Tokyo Revengers is really, really damn good. I do think I will get at it some point, sooner rather than later. Who knows? I do have one question about Tokyo Revengers that hopefully you can answer right now. So, um, time traveling obviously is a, is if you don't know about that with Tokyo Revengers, then I'm sorry we spoiled it, but you should know. Uh, That's they, the main premise. They yeah. initiate the time travel by shaking hands, right? Yep. Shouldn't that not be? The signal because you shake hands with a lot of people all the fucking time? Or is it with specific people? It's with that specific person. So you can never shake hands with that person because once you do, back in time. Yes. Okay. I mean, you have to have some sort of shtick. No, but, okay. No, no, I, I, I get that. But it was just more like impractical because you shake hands with a lot of people. That's all. But it's just that one specific person. Oh, really? Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Uh, that's I, why. I, I didn't know. Okay. I was going to say, in a race,
1: you just have to hope that you can travel back in time, right? Yeah. Exactly. So it's like, oh, I have a feeling that I travel back in time. Whereas this one's like, I will travel back in time if we initiate yeah. this thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's, it's not as like, oh, as long as you shake someone's hands, it's not like that straightforward. Not that simple. Because I thought like, then... Shaking hands is a danger, and you're gonna be butterflying, affect everything.
0: Like literally, you cannot just go around shaking hands because you're just gonna change the course of time constantly. That's really what I thought. Okay, so okay, um, then that answers my question. Okay, yeah, there
1: is a little more procedure to it. No, 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 yeah, okay, yeah, okay,
0: good. Okay. good, good, good. Uh,
1: now this one is the uh, the word that actually took me a while to think about, but uh, in the end, uh, I've got an answer for it. It is the curiosity killed Nicochan award. The anime or the manga that essentially we wanted to check out just out of curiosity,
0: and it totally got the better of us. Yeah, like Schrodinger's cat is sort of the philosophy behind this award. So what do you have for this one? I got just the one award. Just the one outright All right, so let's just hear that first. (sighs) The Executioner and Her Way of Life. Ooh. The spring 2022... Shoko no... uh, Virgin Road or
1: whatever. uh, Shoki Shoujo no Virgin Road. So this was at the beginning of the spring season. You Mm -hmm. and I were... This this is at a time when, you know, things were getting a little bit kind of messy in Hong Kong. We had to do uh, home recordings. We watched your boy in the same day. That was also about those... Hey, let's just watch it. It, That's why it got Best Discovery, right? Because it was just like, why would this be any good? Just check it out. Oh, actually, this is really fucking amazing. But before that, we watched the executioner and her way of life because hey the trailers kind of looked decent it wasn't a bad studio that was doing it it looked like it could be pretty good um after watching one episode it could not have been the most like try hard edgy fucking anime of the season and uh i'm glad to see that it's not doing very well in terms of mouse score as well like not trying not being salty or bitter i just felt like this was something that could have been good it could have been like an actual it could be like a 7.5 or 7.6, as I was was like, it's a very middling, decent show. But after watching that first episode, it just felt so empty. Like, some of the stuff just didn't stick. Like, why are they being so, like, edgy for nothing?
0: Yeah. No, 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 I I, I am quite on board with your way of thinking. Uh, What I will add, though, is I outsourced some of my anime consumption of, I don't really want to check this out, but I want to make sure I'm not wrong with certain people. And, uh, the result that came back was ver- uh, Executioner and Her Way of Life as well as... Um, what was that other show? Shit, that I'm thinking of. Is it the Kunaiichi one? No, no, no. Oh, uh, shit. Now I have to look back. But anyways, uh, it's better than... Oh, Otome game. Mob Otome. Oh, that Trapped one. Trapped in a mob, Otome, mob something, whatever. Mob Otome Isekai. Uh, the word on the street from this source, my insider source... It's better than you think. But with Mob, the manga is way, way better because the animation is shit and Executioner actually ramps up quite a bit. So does the score doesn't seem to be telling me that. Yeah, and then I'm like, yeah, but I, I actually said that exact same thing. And then this person very accurately told me, I told you to watch Banished from the Countryside and what was your opinion? And I was like, It was like a six-point-something, and I gave it an eight. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. So, who knows? That's true. We're basing it off of one episode, but just from that one episode, it it wasn't enough for me to carry on. Not everybody would give it the three-episode rule or even a one-episode rule, right? So, who who knows, right? Okay. My runner-up is Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex 2045. It's a good show. It's I, not a, it's not a good, good show, but it's a good show. I really wanted to like this show. I didn't. I was offended. I was hurt. I mean, if you
1: take away the whole gets thing though, right? Like would you at least say it was a decent show? It is a decent show. But then when you stick the this is actually part of the
0: Ghost in the Shell universe, that's when it's like that's no. when it that's when it bothers me. I'm not trying to say that hey it is not like, a good cause, show cuz cuz the 3D is actually actually pretty it's good. extremely fluid but when you add in Ghost in the Shell, in fact, if they just said some sort of cyberpunk genre thing, instead of saying Ghost in the Shell, I had expectations of what Ghost in the Shell was because you have the original movie, the sequel, Innocence, as well as Hello, Standalone Complex itself. It has a certain aura, philosophy, tone. And Standalone Complex 2045 had none of that to me. The only good thing that came out is the opening is pretty dope. Oh, the music is great. Uh, It's really good. I also took the liberty to listen to the second opening, which was done by the same people who did the first opening. And equally dope, to be honest. So there's that. So that was your runner-up, then. When the world is about to end, Uh, you can only think of... If I'm the only guy on Earth, I'll just fuck a shit ton of women. Busted nut. That's the plot of Worlds End Harem. And the whole production thing... Of that show. Delayed. And what it ended up looking like. Is so. Bad. It has zero. Redeeming factors. And I'm even including the degeneracy. Part of it. Because obviously that's. The main appeal. The censoring is really fucking terrible.
1: It's not even censoring.
0: They just basically decided to black out the screen. But like in a very. Very bad way. Like pixelated. Like hey. Glitchy shit. And I'm just like. My dude, it took you how many months to do this? Like, it, it was they just... delayed one whole season, yeah, like one whole curse worth, yeah, like fuck. Did like... you say this
1: is like one of the biggest fails in anime?
0: No, because then you're also giving Worlds and Harm itself a lot of credit, which you shouldn't. But it is. I mean, how are we giving it credit by saying it, it was one of the most
1: tragic failures of anime that's come out? Like acknowledging it
0: doesn't mean we're paying in any respects. By the way, okay, I see. Then yeah, I mean. I think it is trying to please both sides of being enough to air it. Because so, we look at it like a meme. It needs to right? be hentai. It it, just, I mean, I, it has to just be hentai, hardcore. Like, just go all the way, bro. You will get more followers that way instead of what you got. Because what you got was nothing. All right. Yeah, they should just... Uh. Would I still watch it if it was uncensored? Probably not because it's still stupid they should probably just gone down the redo of healer tr- uh, track right shall we go to that award
1: <sighs> the undo of healer which is the bring this back to the blueprint do the shit all over again come back we have a better product this is for any anime or manga that we have consumed
0: and we felt that look it wasn't bad but like You guys could have done a much, much better job. Yeah, maybe the source is really good, or maybe on paper all these things have it going for it, but then the finished product is terrible.
1: In a way, it's it's not to say this is, like, the most disappointing. It's, like, for sure we have watched some stuff where it's, like, bro, you just, like, you told me this is, it's not, like, for example, like me, I didn't have Bubble for my award for this one. I didn't either. Which one do you have? Okay, so your runner-up was Bubble. No, I had runners-up was Bubble, but my main one was uh, Ryman's Club. Okay, okay, all right. Because you could see, right? Like, I mean, th- th- that was the whole reason why you just said, "Hey, you should watch the first episode." You could see the direction that Ryman's Club was going, and it, they didn't pitch so hard on the whole salaryman part where they're going around and selling drinks and just focus a bit more on like the actual sports of the of the series. There could have been a little bit more hype. There could have actually been a little bit more consistency of quality from episode one and beyond. But instead, it just is like a slow trajectory down. What they should do is just take it back, take out all the parts where they're in the office and just you know giggling shits and all that. Like just actually focus more on the badminton aspect. I know it's you know, not necessarily
0: like the whole premise of the of the show, but it's also the best part of the show. There was one episode. I think it was four or five, which was the last episode that I watched, where uh, I will spoil it because it's actually not that big of a spoiler. Main character working on a project proposal uh, falls asleep in front of his computer and accidentally clicks delete instead of save, and then spends the rest of the episode trying to recover that proposal while also going to the next tournament bracket with this other company, And I was like, "Just go to the competition part. I don't care about you guys doing like physical humor, tripping over yourself, trying to solve things, and bow in embarrassment. Like, that's just terrible shit."
1: And they aren't, yeah, they aren't good at doing that. No, but they're really good at making like those badminton matches fucking exhilarating. I do think that first episode was rock solid. It was, it was, it was raw, but it was good. It was good. There's like parts where it's like, okay. Some of the action sequences could be a bit better, but you can see what they're trying to do. And they do just enough for you to be like, this is fantastic. Like I could, I could, I could If this was the only thing I needed to watch, I could give it an 8 out of 10 right there, right then. But then when you watch more, it slowly deteriorates down to a, a 7, maybe a 6.5. It's not absolutely garbage, but there was so much that could have been done that I think if they just took this back, redid those scenes, added a bit more emphasis on the actual badminton part, you have a solid 7.5 8 out of 10 show. I think you could. That's that's where I, that's where why I had Rabbin's Club as a number one. Bubble, I think they've done everything they could already. I don't think they can take it back and free, because it would just be a complete different experience. I, I think
0: forever we should just look at Bubble and be like, this is a really good music video, but that's all it is. All right, I need to take a shot before I tell you the winner of my uh, oh, Undo of Healers. Is your one a, a very heavy one? I'll, I'll finish the rest. Oh, fuck, dude. Because that's really it. Okay.
1: Uh, remind me that we, didn't, we shouldn't get this one. It's
0: not bad, but wow. Requiem for a Rose King <laughs> is my winner for oh, Undo of Healer. I completely forgot about that one. This is a show that went from a source material of over an 8.0 on my anime list. Also massively popular, the manga. Into the worst seasonal anime, I think it was like a five point something, right now, and they did two curves of it. So, holy shit!
1: I mean, where do you start? Because like from from day one when you were talking about it, you're like, there's actually you know a lot of influence from classic culture, uh, classic literature, and uh, I really think that, you know, if they take the time to build this, it'll be, what's going on? Who are these characters? Why is this plot falling down? Yeah, because it talks shit. about, like, Prince... Dude, yeah. dude, do you see the manga score? The manga's actually really fucking good. What the fuck did they do with the anime? How did they do this? Dude, I'm watching War. I don't understand what's going on. Why is it so bad? Well, how did they do this to Rick of Dream? They... Rickham of Rose King?
0: So they... Uh, it, it is based on certain her- historical events like the ro- the Battle of the Roses. Uh, it has like that Romeo versus Juliet vibe. It talks about real-life figures dramatized, like uh, uh, King Richard. I mean, spoiler alert, he becomes a king. He's a prince. And there's a lot of like androgynous nature of, ri- of Richard himself versus a myriad of love interests, both... Uh, homosexual and heterosexual it is such a bad anime do you remember what
1: the score for rose king is right now on my anime list what the manga or the anime well obviously the
0: manga is an eight uh something right it's uh i'm talking about the- 5.65 was the last time i checked
1: when was the last time you checked
0: Or oh, was it
1: 6.5 no, no 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 when was the last time you checked was it like a week ago two weeks ago
0: i don't know because it's a five point four
1: nine. Okay, there you go, but dude. Fuck. It's like almost like zero point two points down. Yeah, like it is so tragic, and they did two curves of it too. Like so, whenever you see these kinds of shows, and the tags are like, there's, there usually is like quite a few different tags with like these kinds of more ambitious, uh, ambitious shows. Like it's got action, drama, historical, shojo, supernatural. That's quite a lot of heavy tags to have in there. To, like, to be fair, all those tags are accurate. But does it all come together, though? No, right? That's the problem. Where right? it's like you could be as overachieving as you want to be, but there has to be like a, an outcome to all those things put together. You can't just say, "Oh, this is like a wonderful shoujo supernatural shit," because like, there are some really good supernatural shoujo series, right? But they have to come together.
0: I got so mad. I read the first volume of the manga, and I got even angrier
1: because it was good. Because it was
0: good. Uh, how do you feel about JC's staff? They're the ones who made this uh, this they can this Go tragedy. fuck off for all I care. Although if you're gonna do Railgun, it seems like you put all your money <laughs> there. So look, just do what you do. What do do what you do. Just just don't fuck up Railgun. Look, you call you call Railgun uh, S the second season, so it's second. Oh, you also T for well, the third. So Railgun F. Well, I mean, I mean,
1: they did a good job with Demon Girl, right?
0: It's ne- all right.
1: Next door, yeah, it's good. No, it was not bad. It's all right. But they they they're, they always, I mean, for every Demon Girl
0: next door, they have you know. Her, her, the executioner, her way of life. J C Staff has this thing where it is extremely apparent to me where they put their budget with certain shows and not with certain shows.
1: The the thing is right, like they they're perpetually like in the sevens. They Demon have... Girl Next dress is seven point eight six. Yep. Realist is seven point four seven. Yep. Uh, Peter Grill is very very terrible. Uh, then you also have, but uh, it's the edgy thing. So th- then you, you know. also have House Husband, which yep. is seven point five two. But that one's a uh, <laughs> Which one's this one? Uh, Shinigami pochan the
0: the maid. Uh, uh, Duke Duke of Death. Oh yeah, yeah. So that one is really popular too. Um, has a second season announced? So yeah, like yeah, that one's a seven point eight. Uh, Aria, uh, Aria's are, are always good,
1: rock solid. But then you also have stuff like Wix sauce. You
0: have stuff like. Don't forget the the main culprit the, the season two of a certain show. That doesn't exist, right? No, it doesn't. Yeah.
1: Um, so, you 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 want Jay Z staff to win? I like Jay Z staff when they're good, when they're good, like when they make shikugeki, fucking good, right? When they do stuff like realist, it works. But then they remind you that, you know, we can also do some really terrible shit. Here's the executioner way of life. Here's Rose King.
0: It has to be budget allocations and talent allocation because they are a big and successful studio. They clearly have good works. So why are some of their works terrible? It's just
1: like, oh, like, hey, everything's going well. You know, we're getting a new green light for Demon Girl Next Door because season three coming out. Oh, Railgun's doing really, really well. How do we ruin everything else? Why don't we release? Because we have no time and money and Uh talent.
0: Okay. Well.
1: Actually, like, yeah. The last episode of Rose King only came out like three weeks. Ago. It, it, it's it's yeah, it's too It's cursed. still running. Yeah, It's yeah. still running it's right, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it could the score could actually get worse. Yeah, it's five point four nine.
0: It could go down to like a low a lower five. Look, we live in a world where I thought Shield Hero would not be below a seven. I even said that on the podcast, and now it's like a six point eight or whatever.
1: It's 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 scary how
0: low Shield Hero is, but so I. But think would you
1: rather watch Shield Hero or Rose King?
0: That's actually a good question because part of me want to say Rose King, but I can't. It has to be Shield. Hero. You
1: you were pretty pained when you were watching
0: like Rose King, as much because you tried to enjoy it. Well, also with Shield Hero, I knew. I read the manga, so I kind of knew what to expect. I knew what to expect. I just didn't expect it to be this disappointing. With Rose King, I was really yelling at the screen and trying to be like that abuse victim to justify the abuse. To be like, no, 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 but Rose King was really nice to me. There's a lot of potential. I can fix Rose King, you know, that kind of bullshit. Like, okay, uh, I've gone on a bit about it. But it it can be
1: fixed, right? No. (laughs) Clearly it didn't. Oh, well. Well, if you bring it back to the drawing board, Maybe. Maybe. So we go on to, uh, we're actually getting very close to the end of the, the awards. Uh, the next award is the, uh, hey guys, just let me explain award, which is the, yo, know, there are some things that when we watched, we felt, this is actually kind of gross. This is actually kind of. I know, got three. You uh, shouldn't be watching this in public,
0: but hey, no shame here. I'm not ashamed of it. Or like, hey, you just walked in on this. Just let me pause this and explain just, it, it to up, hold you. Hold hold up. There's up. context, guys. I've got two. I got three. Um, World's End Harem is one of mine. It's my is my quote unquote real
1: winner because, yeah. I, uh,
0: like, what, like, do, do do you really
1: care what happens to the guy and where he does end up finding his childhood friend? No, because part of me does. I do actually hope that he finds it, but at the same time, it's also very, very, very pointedly clear that they don't give a fuck if he can
0: find his childhood. Well, friend. Well, he also does not give a fuck literally yeah. too. He don't give no fucks. Like no that's fucks what that's doing. what I don't understand. Because if you really assume that you are in that position, I would do pretty much zero or maybe like a little bit in the beginning of what this main character did and then give up on it very soon wow, after. But that's because he can't give up
1: on his clean, pristine virgin penis. That's it. He, his, his, his virgin penis is only allowed
0: for his, his his childhood friend that he promised to love and care for. Who just so happens to look exactly like the handler that takes care of him. Right. And she wants him to put his penis in her and everyone else. And all, all the other women are like, oh it's,
1: a, oh, it's a penis. Oh, give me your penis. That's literally what like, the show is. Like it is so
0: <laughs> offensive on so many levels with so many demographics that oh, at least you should do it trashy, hey, uh, but you didn't. So you just did you it guys, poorly.
1: I understand that, you know. Male semen, for some reason, hasn't survived, and that's why there's no men. But have you ever tried, like, IF? It's like, no, we think we tried it. It didn't work because, oh, women brain, women body don't work like hey, that. Hey, hey,
0: hey, guys, guys, guys. Listen, okay? This virus kills all men. What should we call it? The man-killing MK. virus. Bro, that is some next-level 360 no-scope. So in this world, there's no more dudes, right? Yeah, so there needs to be a government, Yeah. So there's, like, a United Nations, right, for representing different countries. What do you call it? United, UW. United Women. Like, fuck off. That is so lazy. Uh, it, yeah. In like, a way, in a way, I give them credit because that's the type of—
1: that's, no, This is what you expect in terms of porn slash hentai level plot.
0: Which is fine, except they don't go yeah. that direction.
1: Right? Like, it, it, what you say is, like, 110% true. If they had just turned this into a hentai— It would absolutely be
0: fine. They paid way too much attention to their shitty story and not turned it into the porno of the week with this different type of girl. This could have been, you know, this generation's bubble black. Honestly. It could have been. High probability
1: if it was done well. But unfortunately, it's just like, yo, this guy's just,
0: he just wants to fuck his best friend. And the rest of years, people will have to say, guys, guys, let me explain, okay? For worlds and harm, but- well, if you, had, I, you, had, you had two others, right? Yeah, so, so your boy Kong Ming, I think, is the the most positive surprise. Where it's like, why the fuck should I watch this? Like, let me explain to you. Right. You should watch this. It's like, so this guy does music, but he is a Chinese tactician that got reincarnated in Shibuya. What the fuck does that mean? And then there's this girl who wants to be like a J-pop star, but now has to start a rap battle. And the opening apparently is really good. Who cares about openings? I skip openings oh I not not this yeah, one yeah, yeah exactly. don't do not skip. don't skip this one but my runner-up uh for uh guys let me explain is a kebby sailor uniform because there are some of those footages and scenes that are extremely oh, it's, extremely it's, lewd
1: it's edging my bro at that point you're just like this is this is just soft softcore core. porn.
0: It's, no, it's softcore lewd. Yeah, yeah,
1: okay, yeah. Because it's not full on lewd. You it's know? like Miru tights, right? Like But Miru tights it's like it's very clear why people watch it. Whereas Akebi is a little bit different because it's still oh it still goes for that air of innocence. It still goes And it for, does. And it right? it, it works, <laughs> which makes it feel so wrong.
0: Like I have never seen two girls like splash water at each other in a pond and have it look that so innocent but also so like oh i feel dirty watching yes. this. exactly right or like hey it's raining our clothes are wet let's hang it up and dry yes stereotypical scene but it's done in such a way that you're just like i better make sure no one else is around me hey, or else. Uh, the- i'm
1: i'm doing this uh art project i'm actually gonna be taking photos might i use you as my test subject oh, sure shoes. no problem okay yeah, yeah yeah, just stand over there cool, cool cool now take your shoes off what yeah I, see your natural beauty yeah now take your socks off. Let's see the contour
0: of your lips type let me, shit. Let me see your toes. Let me, and, take, and, and, let me and, take the pictures of your toes. And here's <laughs> the thing, right? They they don't play it off as like it's, horny girls. It's not sexual. But because of the way that they like angle
1: the shots and then they portray them, it's just like – No. Yo, it
0: like, is It is purely sexual but only to the viewers because legitimately inside the anime – those girls just, are doing innocent shit, having fun, being innocent. But like, honestly, we're, but like, we're the creep
1: for watching this shit.
0: And the camera angles and the the oh Jesus, it's a
1: good show though. Yeah. So like, come on, it's like, a very heartwarming show. If people though. were like, "Why, dude? What the fuck's wrong with you? Like, Just
0: just calm just down. Just, just let me explain, guys. Yeah. All right, what's our next? The, category?
1: One, the one I actually had was yep. uh, so I I, I completely skipped AKB. That's actually a really good shout. I actually had Blend S for my one. Good call. And it's not. It's not because, so because much... like
0: makeup face also have a certain negative connotation, right? And
1: also, it's like, why would you watch this? Like, it's not even like an amazing show. It's a very middle of the road seven uh, seven point four. But the reason why I watched it is because of the memes. I just wanted to see the smile, sweet statistic, surprise, the the opening sequence, and then everything
0: else was just like, ah, like. So the opening is really good, but. I will it's give, very memorable. I will give credit to Blend S that their Onesan character is legitimately good. Or decent. Yeah. Right? Like,
1: but there are parts of it too where it's just uh, like definitely. Yeah, know, no no no. I know. I know. It's a little bit Bro. A, little, a little
0: cultured. Like uh Eru Manga sensei cultured, right? Yeah. Okay, what's our next award? <laughs>
1: uh we're getting into uh the, the 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 crunchy part now, which is uh you're on thin eyes. You fucked this up again and we can't forgive you. This is the anime or manga related thing. It could be news, it could be trend, it can even be a series. Uh that just that we just want no part of. We just want just stop it, guys. It's enough. For me it's just very, very straightforward. And I will double down a bit on it because I know there are people who would take offense to it, but cancel culture. It goes without saying that this is something that bleeds into any facet of life, whether it's like it, We've seen it with anime, we've seen it with live action, we've seen in like real life, right? Like, who, who hasn't seen or heard what the fuck's been going heard? on? with, yeah, yeah, with with the turds, right? Yeah,
0: there you go. Not every day uh, uh, fiction could be nonfiction. Every day we try and stray, we we stray further and further away from the world that God made for us. How can lawyers be that incompetent? But okay, look, I'm not a lawyer, so these are also entertainment lawyers too, right? Like they get paid millions to act
1: like that. Yeah, but I mean, if you think about it, too, there are also doctors and beauticians that like do the same job that most other doctors do, but because they're based in Beverly Hills, their practices in Beverly
0: Hills, they can charge 10 times the price, but they're doing the exact same thing. It's, hey, it's showbiz, baby. I think cancel culture is a double-edged sword in modern society. Yeah, I'm not saying straight up, like, like you know, fuck you for trying to cancel somebody. I'm more thinking like we have to be very careful about exactly, how we go right? about doing it. And unfortunately, some people don't take... It's as seriously or think about the ramifications outside of themselves like okay we go back to the Spikes family cancel attempt right like why did that person do it it's, it's very
1: clear they were generating views they were generating clicks they were trying to get pop. and oh sure as shit that person's videos were fire people were like fucking watching it clicking it it was perfect clickbait the comments on the other hand though were telling him or her I can't say the gender I don't know what they are Yo, you can't just go around spreading, spreading lies. Like this is slander at this
0: point. I just really think that uh, people need to be more responsible.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to, you have to be aware that if you are going to do something, that you should be ready to accept the consequences of exactly. your actions. Exactly. I
0: think that is really it, right? That's the... if you if you try. And, like, it's it's the same thing where it's like oh like.
1: Oh, I, I think, I think K pop fans are a little too hardcore with their bands or like singers that they really, really like. But and uh, am I going to all of a sudden call out all the the Black Pink fans, the BTS fans? Hey, I might not like the music, but I'm not gonna be like, oh, like try to like, like segregate like a whole group of fans because I don't want them trying to dox me. I don't want them to try and like cancel me. There's there has to be limitations
0: to like how far you take cancel culture, with or without evidence. That's my main issue too. Is if you even take out this person's motive, if you even take out the forgery or alleged forgery of these articles and websites, no evidence was given, very little context was given, and it is just not a fair shake to say what this person did well, or no, what this person claims. And um, it extra hurt because also we adore and consume the manga. So, I mean, like, we were pretty angry. I was hella angry, so we made so many like verbal wording errors because we're so mad. So the thing with this as well, it's like I'm not like trying to outright
1: say stop cancel culture. I'm saying we need to be much more responsible with how we go about trying to cancel something or bring attention to something in an effort to get it canceled. Because sometimes you could say something that is completely out of depth,
0: and uh, you know people will hear you. People will be very, very hurt by what you say. So, my runner-up—very well said, Well, So, my runner-up for the Thin Ice Award is adapting good manga source material, please. <laughs> uh, I already said this earlier with Undo of Healer, but with Requiem for Rose King, Mob Otome Isekai, Tomodachi Game, there are scores or uh, reviewers' testimonies to indicate that it is probably a legitimately good light novel or manga. Also, not a lot of people consume that. A lot more people consume anime. So when you vomit out those products, people are going to take it at face value and not care about the manga source.
1: And and what's sad about it as well is when you see those kinds of quote-unquote adaptations, you clearly can tell it's a cash grab.
0: Yeah. Right? And the source material is there for you to follow, right? And also, when people say, oh, go read the light novel, go read the manga, that's better— a lot of people, including ourselves, is very easily not dissuade by that notion because we think that, like, that is all of a sudden a pass for the anime, which is actually a fair thing to say. I mean, like, unfortunately, I feel like we're in this day and age now where it's
1: harder and harder to get something to be fully adapted. You know, like, a lot of stuff, it's like you you get the one season. You might get a a follow-up second part or a second season, but to get something that is beyond eight ten volumes and actually fully adapted to like the best of its ability as
0: loyal as it is I don't know and people tend is, to forget is, is, anime is is it used... harder to find out it is harder to find out yeah and people tend to forget that anime is still used and originally was used to promote the source material to drum up excitement so they don't always have to it would be renewed for season three four five because their job is to increase sales of the light novel or manga or whatever, so just do better with these adaptations. Because for all intents and purposes, the script is already written for you; everything's laid out for you. It, it's
1: it's true too, right? Like if you're adapting this so to to convince me to read the manga, but the adaptation is shit. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm yeah. not gonna read the manga. I'm then. not
0: gonna give something a second chance uh,
1: unless it's like it's one of those like, oh, this was so bad. I need to see if the
0: manga's better than the anime because there are cases where it is like yes, that. Yes, but I think cases... it's a harder pill for people to swallow. Whereas, oh, this won't get a second season even though I want it to. It's, but... it's cheap. It's cheap to be like make, a, make, a, make a, a very subpar product and then send it out to people to convince you, oh, this is what we made, but you want the better stuff? Like Milo yeah. Monster is really good and Milo Monster has ended the manga series. So if you like season one and hopefully for a season two, which won't happen, then you can read the manga. And Milo Monster, the anime... Is good. By itself, yeah. That's my point. Okay. But Domestic Girlfriend, on the other hand... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, So you win some, you lose some. But the winner for Thin Ice is the conversation of mid and sevens in (laughs) anime and manga. I am extremely exhausted having this conversation of mid or sevens being mid or five is technically mid. You know, things like and recently it's just become more uh trendy to say What
1: mid. what we're moving towards now is being average is being bad. Essentially.
0: Because because when you say something is
1: mid, mid being right in the middle of the road should never really be it, it is like it is the
0: defining thing that sets between good and bad, but you see, the thing is that I don't think people even think of mid as middle; they think mid as like mediocre. That's what I mean. So now
1: we're like slowly attaching more negative connotations to something that really just means middle of the road.
0: But and and we're again, I'm being very pedantic about it. Yeah, and and we use that term as well mostly as a mocking thing, but we do use it right. So we are but perpetuating. Yeah, no, I, it. I I I mockingly say, "Oh, that's, that's mid, bro." It's a fucking mid ass show. Yeah,
1: I definitely do that. But at the same time, it's also I I I try to at least back up what I say by saying this is a mid show, but it's still like something that's worth watching, or at least decent. Or at, at least sh- it's mid because, right? But for others, we know a lot of people they'll be like if it's mid, it's bad. Or if it's mid, it's it erring on the side of
0: being bad rather than being like very average. Because some people could say average is bad. I mean, average is bad when you have so much to consume that are all exemplary that, and, and exceptional. And, and again, that's where the context is necessary yep. as well.
1: If you're saying, like, oh, uh, you have five shows. You're watching five seasons right now. Oh, you should check out
0: an unnamed sixth seasonal. Is it a mid-show? Yeah, I'm not watching. Like, it. I think Demon Girl Next Door is an extremely good show. I do not think you will like it. Or at least you don't have the taste that it is your thing not to say that your taste is worse or demon girl is better or worse. It's it's just different. It's also
1: why like I would tell you to watch ranking of Kings, but I would never tell you to watch kaiji because I know kaiji isn't your thing.
0: Right. Like that's why I am, I lean more towards the fluffy wholesome shit because that's just what I'm into. But that doesn't mean that the edgy stuff is bad either. Yeah, But well, let's bring this
1: back to the, the whole discussion of
0: mid, right? Yep. 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 Um, It's a very easy word to throw out. That's the other thing, too, with cancel culture as well, right? It is so easy to throw out that tweet, throw out that TikTok, to just say, distill a lot of people's hard work, regardless of the quality of the work, distilled down to one very like not nice thing to say. And, of course, as reviewers or critics, that's your job to give a score or your opinion— it's more than a score more than a number you should give context and when you just say it's mid immediately i think a lot of people will just be done with that conversation be like oh i understand that's it it's either done with that conversation or they're done with you
1: because if you're just so quick to throw out the mid word then it's like well then what do you really think about other stuff if everything is so mid to you or you're so quick to judge something as mid there are are certain antitubers where like i feel like they throw the word out a bit too casually. It's like hipster anti-mainstream. And at that point anti-mainstream. It's like, I and for me it's like I, I see them as a personality, no doubt. But when it comes to judging their taste in anime or a manga, like I don't take it as seriously anymore because if they're so quick to say oh that's mid, this is mid, that's not good, that's mid. It's like
0: but they never give me explanations as to why, then I'll watch you for entertainment, I won't watch you for information. So though. for movie critics like Roger Ebert, rest in peace, and a lot of other of these of these people when they say things are compelling or visceral or video game reviews it just flies through me now. Even though I do use those terms, but hopefully I would give context to why I would say that. But it is so easy to say that nowadays with certain products. All right. So, what's our next thing? The biggest asshole of the anime
1: and manga season
0: Akito Soma Award, right? Yes. Manged I have watched Akito Soma from Fruits Basket. What you got? Time.
1: Time has been the biggest villain of this season oh that
0: actually is really good because yeah. holy fuck i have had no time to watch anything or read anything i mean earlier when we were having our lunch we were talking about how much manga i have to read and also for both of us how many seasonals we have to wrap i'm up. only halfway through the seasons right now i'm like i'm like at least three or four episodes behind multiple seasonals and then guess what we're three weeks away from summer starting Yep. So, like, yep. we, we, it's just hard, man. And we have to finalize our seasonal bet, too, which is, God. Just... I
1: mean, we've, I mean, like,
0: we have to maintain our
1: jobs. We have like socials to look into as well. We have family stuff we need to look into. We
0: have work stuff we need to balance out. And, and there is like COVID in the background, kind of. COVID
1: definitely made things really, really annoying. Yes. Right. So, like, what we would have been able to just go straight to the office, record stuff. No, now it's more like we got to re coordinate where we're going to meet up, how we're going to do this. Our setups are different. And sometimes we may need, we may need to do stuff online. It, uh it's, that's why, like, if we just had a little bit more time in the week, a little more hassle-free time, right, then, hey, look, maybe I'd be watching one or two more episodes of anime every week. Maybe I'd be reading a volume of manga every week. Who the fuck
0: knows? I would like to have some more time, though, for sure. So my winner is Antarctica. Site 1 for the SpyX family <laughs> cancel culture from BP6, right? And we have talked at length about it, so I'm not going to go on about it. But what I will talk about, and I think is actually more important, is the runner-up. It is a character called Murdoch Swand. And this person had the gall, had the audacity to make a young little girl who likes peanuts cry during a oh school my interview. God.
1: I remember now. I was and wondering, who the fuck are you talking about? Is this some character episode from Episode four yep. of
0: Spy X Family, that interview scene with that guy. I had to wiki that shit and be like, I need to nail this motherfucker to the wall. You don't hurt on your forger the way you did. Well, you he don't. He got his comeuppance afterwards. Yeah, and you don't like insult your forger the way you did. And then almost threatened twilight to fuck the whole mission up you are responsible for so much anger in me from that episode which obviously you did your point you did it very well as the villain good for you i think that's a decent character for a short period of time like bravo good villain fucking asshole fucking asshole
1: uh, i'm just fine though and they're going to school. Just, just give her more peanuts. She'll be dope. She'll be good. I don't like peanuts that much, to be fair. It's cool to see that she likes peanuts. Uh, on to the final award of today, the Jason Award.
0: <laughs>
1: it's not as just simple as it's. It's the okay. Is the no,
0: no? We we called it a specific name. Yeah, we called it the Higarashi Award. Uh, guys, we know it's called Higurashi, but the reason this award is reserved for me in particular is I have a lot of difficulties recalling certain factual things and pronunciations right away. I make that mistake every single episode with something. It's almost a given. So we have an episode dedicated to my worst blunders. In the past, it was Cherry blossom or something like that. Cherry Brossom. I think Piss something, something. I said Piss when I was supposed to say something else. This time around, it's a little more straightforward. What you got for me? Because I I, I can't create this award myself, so. Omnipotent. Okay, that one is a bit unfair because you know how some people say nuclear? Yeah. Uh, I do say— Or or expresso. No, it's an S, yeah. Espresso. Yeah, that's why. But there's people who say espresso, even though it's an but S I do it. say Espresso, but yeah. with Omnipotent and Omnipotent. No, I, I, that one's legit. Yeah, no, that's fine. But but, it, I, but I stand my ground. I, I do call it Omnipotent. Like, I don't I don't know why. But just, outside
1: of that, I think you've been
0: really good this season.
1: No. I mean, yeah, you, you will make like one or two small mistakes, but like...
0: No, I make... You, a, you're,
1: you're talking about Japanese
0: names, like, like with Japanese not being a native language, if you Or ask. like, I would say Digging Deeper by, say, Digger Deeping or something, like... I think that was in BP-6. I say young brother when I meant older brother because we were older siblings. Look, I made a lot of those mistakes. But those are like small clerical
1: things. It's yeah, not, and, it's, and it's, it's really it's, not it's impossible for
0: us to go back and sort of amend ourselves. There's yeah. no point. But big ones, omnipotent, omnipotent, that's a good one actually. I, I quite like that as the winner dichotomy. That one
1: wasn't so much a mistake, it was just like, I had no idea
0: that we would actually
1: generate such heated debate over the use of dichotomy in Watanabe's episode. Um, But uh, that was a fun episode to record. Please check it out. Uh, So, we're now, okay, we're not done yet, though. We've gone over the serious ish awards, we've done the stupid ish awards,
0: but we are now into the final segment, which is the mystery section. So, originally, after this mystery section, Will and I were planning on talking a bit about how batshit insane 2022 has been for anime and manga. We will probably have that conversation later down the road somewhere as, like, probably bits and pieces. So, we are ready now for this mystery section. Will, okay. Let me set the stage, okay? Okay, I don't know shit. I don't know anything at all. This is completely, completely unknown to me. Uh when it comes to buying certain products will what is a source that you tend to buy from you're talking about online right yes amazon keep going ebay keep going carousel something that all of our friends are into kickstarter that's correct did you know will that there's also a lot of anime kickstarters as well yeah so what I have done here for you. There's like card games, there's RPGs, yep. there's mm-hmm. figurines. I anti. went. I went through the drudge of searching almost every single anime Kickstarter and plucked out the best ones. So I am going to give you first of all, these are all real Kickstarters on Kickstarter. But they may or may not be live, right? Or are they or are they all live right no. now? No. Okay. Some are though. Okay. Uh But I can tell you what I need you to do is first say whether or not they're funded or not. So that's the easy one, right? Funded or not funded. Then, if you want extra points, either tell me something about what was the goal amount that they want, how many percent or how much money they ended up raising, or how many backers. Like, all like that, those are like the the general information. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I will also give you the... These, these are all real Kickstarter, Very right? real. I have the URLs all open in front of me. I will give you the name as well as their blurb, you know, before you read, like, knee-deep into what it is about. Okay, you ready? Okay. Whew. These are all real, by the way. The first one is Waifu Wars Best Girl Supremacy. Funded or not funded? Uh, I think that one was funded.
1: Yes, it's funded for sure. Yeah, and? I'd say this, uh, this is funded and they were seeking a total uh, – are we talking U.S. dollars or American?
0: Oh, wow. There has been new development. It has been taken down due to, and I quote here on Popular our Kickstarter issues. page, a subject of an intellectual property dispute and is currently unavailable. But I have written it down as funded because it has exceeded like 400 a four thousand percent. I was gonna say it. It was down to copyright issues, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I checked several days ago; that was live. So, uh, so okay, let's move on. I guess
1: it, 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 it's currently at right. No, as
0: in I can't check it because the oh, it's okay. it's blocked. But but it is funded. It is funded. When I checked, so so I at I, least I got one point. Absolutely, I got one point at least. Uh, could you do like a mental tally or something? Yeah, sure. The points don't matter anyway. Yeah, the points don't matter anyways. The second Kickstarter is called Anime Powers. Life is bland, gas prices are skyrocketing, <laughs> and World War III could happen. Help me discover how to get Anime Powers so I can share my findings.
1: Wait, 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 wait. What? This is, wait,
0: What? what's the offering here? What's the, what's the? What do you get from this? So if you want more information, I can give them to you. But those are like lifelines. I would lose... Okay. Uh... I mean, I, I mean, it's not like you can only use it once. But it's okay, more I'll... like integrity of the game type thing. Okay. This is kind of like when... So don't forget, the main issue is funded or not funded. And then you get bonus points. And you should just try your best is... with the bonus points at that point. This is something that is so stupid because you're asking people to fund you like being able to get
1: anime powers. It's like that person who did a Kickstarter, no, a GoFundMe page... Or Kickstarter, um, for potato salad, and he literally said, "I'm making potato salad." It was last
0: updated May thirtieth, twenty twenty two. So two weeks ago, um, I think it was not funded. That is correct. It is not funded. Okay. Thanks. Bonus Fuck. points. How much money or percent I or think it's what at, was the goal or whatever? Uh, I don't. I gain the goal is gonna be tough, but I think it was. Here, only... I'll even give you. I'll even give you a freebie. The pledge. One of the pledge levels is. Pledge fifty U.S. dollars or more for Japanese video coverage of get video coverage of my discoveries while I'm in Japan. (laughs) Um, This is uh, okay. I'm guessing this is like thirty-eight percent funded. Incorrect. Okay, how far off am I? Zero backers.
1: No, not a single backer. The project
0: funding was not reached on Monday. May thirtieth, twenty twenty two, at eleven thirty three a.m. UTC. Jesus Christ! Completely but I, I, zero. So, but uh, fifty U.S. dollars. Yeah, yeah. This person just wanted to go to jujutsu kaisen. Basically, he's a scholar, right? He's trying to figure out if anime powers exist or not, and disc- and report their findings. Look, I get this is kind of of Those like like forward
1: slash s kind of things, where like it's it's like the potato salad Kickstarter. But this one is even more kind of like in-your-face about it. Just I'm literally just going to go and pretend I'm, a, I'm an anime MC. Yeah, like no bullshits. Like,
0: let's try this. Shonen, shonen is real, let's, so I will be Let's shonen. raid Aerial 51 with my Naruto run because that's going to work. Well, I guess, hey, good for you. You've now been publicized on, uh, on a good the Good Anime g- Palette podcast episode number 36. That's correct. Yes. Your, your fifty minutes of fame has arrived. Okay, so I'm two out of two. In terms of getting it funded or not funded. Now uh, is my favorite Kickstarter. Uh, I do not condone what I'm about to tell you, but just know that this is a legitimate Kickstarter on Kickstarter.com. Mein Waifu is the Fiere, a parody visual novel. The entire German high command is turned into anime characters on the eve of World War II. Shenanigans ensue. Created by Happy Sunshine Games. This was funded. That is very correct. I think as long as you
1: say World War II and anime, like it absolutely would get funded. Okay. Uh, I think it got funded
0: over two hundred percent. Close. Oof. So they have two thousand four hundred and seventeen backers. Their original goal of eight thousand U.S. dollars was attained. And they earn a total of $87,659. Wow. So, so wait, what do you get? You get a game, a visual novel? So I feel that as at this point that I need to explain to you the highest tier available for Kickstarter. Obviously, it's closed, but it's successfully funded. Right. It's $500 for this tier. U.S. Fuck. Fuck. Okay. It's called Fiere tier because fuck, of course, right? Want to be immortalized? Become a soldier in the game drawn based on the likeness in addition to all other award tiers, which include... Daiki Makura, a body pillow. A Mayan waifu patch, so a combat patch. A Mayan waifu keychain. A signed physical edition. Your name and your credits. Beta access to the main Mian waifu is the Fiora, as well as the Steam edition, and of course, backer-lit access, I guess, because there might be more add-ons later. Five backers. Shit, okay. All right. Yeah, right? I'm kind of taken aback back that I managed to get that one correct. The next one is Make SoganCon Happen Funding an Anime Convention. Do you like anime, manga and video games and wish you could find people who share your interests? Support SoganCon and make new friends. SoganCon.
1: This is in the US, right? Yes. I don't think this was funded.
0: I I think it failed to get funded. That is incorrect. Oh shit. There is 109 backers. Okay. Wait, how low is their their backing limit? And that is the interesting question. So you can either say what's the highest tier, what was their goal, and, or how much money well, they, they earned, they whether had, in percent they, or dollars. They a like hundred backers, a hundred and nine. Yes.
1: So I'm guessing they only needed like a thousand dollars then, right? Like it must have been like ten dollars. Like I don't know. I don't know what does it
0: take to to, to start a con. Apparently, their highest pledge is five hundred U.S. dollars. And how many backers are for that one? Eight.
1: Four thousand dollars, eight people back to five hundred dollar back. Oh my god! What do you get for
0: that one? You By, will become VIP a, backstage will be, access. Will 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 hear me out, buddy. You will be given a lifetime sponsor level registration for all future Sogan Con events and have our eternal gratitude. Yeah, so you're
1: basically going long on this. You are banking that there's enough of these Sogan Con
0: conventions. And you'll get lifetime... Look, Dashcon worked out, right? So, Dashcon 2.0, right? Was that FurFest, I think, was the another one? <laughs> that was Furries, and it was just, like, sh- crazy shit that happened. $15,000 was their goal. It was attained $15,606. So, just about. Wow, congrats. That's how
1: much it costs to run a con? Okay.
0: I mean, if you want to con people, then yeah, sure. Yeah, Jesus. Our next Kickstarter is Raincoat Animated Pilot, an epic story about a twelve-year-old kid and her super-powered raincoat fighting to protect her town from monsters and villains.
1: I don't like the way you were saying that because when you say it with that much oomph, it makes me feel like this should be a, should have been backed. But part of me tells, like, thinks this is that's a red herring but I might just go with that feeling and say yes, this was funded. That is incorrect. It was not funded. See, that's why I was saying you tried to give this so much razzmatazz to it that it must have been a fu- it must have been a fucking trick. How far off was it from getting funded?
0: 15% of
1: oh, so almost of
0: $10,000. So I almost got there. So so it only made $8,500. No one pledged the highest tier of $1,500 or more. This tier includes an exclusive viewing of the completed pilot. Two special thanks. Oh, not just one, but two. Yeah, a printed postcard, exclusive producer credit in the pilot, two posters, museum digital art book for some fucking reason, Raincoat special edition hardcover, soundtrack with bonus tracks, two times infinite rare, like why is it rare, Raincoat Origins manga, Quote-unquote limited amount. Exclusive viewing of the full original Raincoat Senior Short. Uh, three fairy-grade novelty trading card packs. Two Raincoat one-of-a-kind character art. Appearance in the pilot, I guess, as like an anime character. And a personal call from the creator of Raincoat itself. No one took this tier.
1: For $1,500, that sounds like it could have been... Decent. But I I don't know shit about this Kickstarter, so uh I'm happy I was staying far away from it. How many more we got? I got a bunch. It's just when do you want to cancel? <laughs> when I wanna stop backing these Yeah, Kickstarters? When, when when do
0: you want to bail out? I'll do one more. I'll do one more for now. One oh more. shit, one more? Fuck. I have to think then.
1: Hold on. Cause you got me with that raincoat one. I was really thinking it was it wasn't funded,
0: but there's just something it's like maybe that's the trick. Maybe I should just on Kickstarter.com is a Kickstarter called Ahegao, a spicy memory game in a booster pack. Last updated February 7th, 2022. Well, wow, four months. Uh, Ahegao, what's this like
1: like? It, it was funded, right? Surely it must be funded. It's Ahegao. Nope. What? Guess how much they asked
0: for. $20,000? Nope. How far off am I? Way, way off. You have to go in the other direction, my guy. Go lower. Standards are lower here these days. Okay, fine. $10,000? Even lower, my guy. $5,000? $800 U.S. dollars. The total amount that was funded is, and I quote, two backers only for... The pledge of $25 U.S. or more for the three booster pack bundle. It is three Ahegao booster packs. Each booster pack contains 18 cards, one load token card, 12 normal cards, same in every pack, five alternate art and Ahegao double piece cards. These are 10 different versions to collect. So I started off pretty good. I had three out of three and then afterwards I kind of just
1: you know went off the rails and got every other Kickstarter wrong i was I was very sure that that one was gonna be funded it's Igo people love Igo
0: well not everyone but a lot of them do. I have at least another like eight to ten more, but we will hold it off for uh maybe another day yeah this is okay. Oh, I'm tired. Fuck. Okay. Well, can I just say, uh, my favorite was the Mind Fielder because it's just absurd. But in terms of the one that is most unlikely to ever have anything, possibly like made out of this, is Japanese animation studio and gaming village in Cannes, as in Cannes film friends, Cannes Fe- Film Festival, Cannes. Our Japanese village will include a gaming environment 360 degrees with 4K live satellite uplink for global connectivity. Fuck off. I'm not guessing that one. This is why I'm so happy that sometimes good prevails because it asked for 40 grand US. It received a grand total, a staggering of zero dollars. People can see through the bullshit, right? We're not
1: stupid. Sir, yeah, sure. We might be like blinded by like hot buzzwords. Oh,
0: by the way, this is their page. That
1: whoa yeah
0: Oh. So because this is a audio experience with the podcast, the visual of their kind of um, advertisement. You can't do that. Is you can't do uh, that. They basically use Miyazaki films. And kind of show like different years for different works. There was like, Tauro, there was Kiki, there was Grave of the Fireflies, there was Noke, Spirited Away, The Wind Rises.
1: Yep, that's that. You can't do that. How is that that one taken
0: down? How is that one not being like busted for IP theft? I don't know, but it it went through its successful funding phase, as in, it didn't get taken down. It just got zero dollars. So thank God for that. So it was unsuccessfully funded. Yeah. And unfortunately they delete their campaign ad, but I can promise you on my life, I read it and I should have like archived it or taken pictures because they had like little fucking domes that look like igloos. And I was just like, doesn't this look like the Firefest tents? But they were like, no, it looks like they show like an interior or whatever. And I'm just like, that's very terrible 3d rendering but fine and then they say how there will be interactive mascots and like hatsune miku hologram bullshit and while you are there enjoying they, w- basking w- they in wanted the a- to make an anime disneyland basically. basically in a city that is very well known for artistic expression hey man bell that's probably
1: why they thought it would be good. Why did not they just do all the uh, Hosoda stuff? instead? Uh, whatever. Okay. Well, that was actually kind of fun. That was actually fun. I had no idea what you were
0: trying to pull out. Congrats, my dude. That was, uh, I can see you put a lot of work into it. I will say though, if I can, if you can humor me just one bit is the tier pledges levels for this cans village. There's $10 or more. It's like, okay, $25 or more. Okay. $50 or more Then $2,000 or more. So there's a gap of like $1,990. For the $2,000 pledge, you get a free weekend stay for two people with guided tours of Japanese animation studio and gaming village project in Cannes, France. Airfare not included. I also like the wording of that because it's guided tour of Japanese animation studio and gaming village project. So basically the people who are in charge of the Kickstarter project, not actual. Not people. natural game, not natural an anime studio. Our gaming studio—it's just the people who want to con you, you. Your guess is as good as mine. But hey, there is live satellite uplink for global connectivity. Will so you never know, right? Well, I think that pretty much wraps up the uh, the biggest
1: award episode we've done ever. Uh, we are this is a long day.
0: Yeah, I mean, we could have gone on because we had more stuff, but
1: we have we picked the wrong alcohol to end with. The sake was very, very rough. Yeah. After a while, I was like, this is probably what we deserve. And then afterwards, like, no, this is
0: actually punishing me me a little bit more than... The problem is I'm actually not drunk or buzzed. I'm tired. I'm tired and sober. I'm sweating. So that is the end of season three of the Good Anime Palette podcast. It's been a good season. It has been a tremendous season. Season four is right around the corner in two weeks. We have a lot of stuff. In store, we're changing some stuff last minute, but nonetheless, it should be an immensely entertaining, insightful podcast season to round out 2022.
1: And look, if you made it this far into this episode, but well, first of all, thank you very much, but also look, like you guys have made the past season a really, really successful one for us. We are seeing progress that we would never have imagined when we started out doing this podcast. And, you know, we want to repay that by continuing the level of work that we've done, roll out more episodes. We will, as Jason said, uh, reconfigure a few things, but in the hopes that it's more geared towards what everyone likes to hear. We want to continue making stuff that everyone enjoys and that's not going to stop for upcoming seasons, even beyond 2023.
0: Yeah. Uh, it got to the point where we're not going to throw out concrete or real numbers But Will and I are considering a more long-term plan for—I mean, it was always going to be a long-term plan. But rather than it being a discussion, actual ideas and steps could be implemented at any point to turn what our vision is into something a bit more grander. So thank you, everybody. And for new listeners, thank you for joining us. Hopefully you continue. Old listeners, thanks for joining us for the ride. See you in like two weeks when we break out. Season four is going to be. Drink
1: responsibly.
0: If you were listening and drinking, whilst also,
1: like, you know, listen to us. Um, hopefully, you, you don't have alcohol poisoning uh, responsibly. And also, remember to balance out your alcohol with anime, right? Or manga. Or manga. So, we're going to sign off. We're going to take a quick, quick break in terms of just making sure we're getting everything ready for season four. It's going to roll out. Just as scheduled, nothing's going to change there. And hopefully, you know, you'll get to enjoy more fruits of our labor because we, we, we are genuinely excited to see what season four brings for everyone. Yeah.
0: And if you have good or bad things to say about our show or us in particular, honestly, right now, all we want is just more opinions, more takes on different things so we know how to, you know, do a show that both. You will enjoy, and that we will enjoy making. Just as get well. on
1: Discord and talk some shit with us.
0: Some people have been doing that already, and hopefully, there'll be many more to come. So, the last time that I would do the housekeeping for season three, and also the last time that I would retire our current housekeeping script, because funny enough, housekeeping script 2.0 is a legitimate thing, Will. And I've just broke that to you for the first time right now. You can always reach us through our Gmail, gapallet at gmail.com. That's G-A-P-A-L-E-T-T-E at gmail.com, all lowercase, all one word. You can contact us on Twitter using the handle at PalletGood. That's capital P and capital G, all one word. We have a Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash PalletGood, capital P, capital G, all one word. We also have a Discord, and we encourage you to check it out. We also have a mail Club, and we have a website that... We update quite a bit, and we encourage you to check it out at www.goodanimepalette.com. And now, because we have received numerous uh, opinions on this, Will and I have the URLs for goodanimepalette.net, P-A-L-E-T-T-E, as well as the .com and .net for goodanimepalette, P-A-L-E-T-T-E. P-A-L-A-T-E. So you can't hide from us, is what we're saying. Music credits for this episode. Our intro music is No Cry by Fashion. I love the song. It's a good song. Our break music is Be Right There by omie and our outro music is Future Vise by Kyo. Our music was provided courtesy of epidemicsound.com and will continue for season four. If you're interested in using Epidemic Sound as a service, we will have a referral link for you that's provided in the show description. I'm psyched for new themes. Will? I think next time when you're buying sake and the person tells you,
1: trust me, just trust me, a $98 bottle or like a $12 bottle of sake is good. Uh, don't listen to them. This was not a good sake. It's all right. But it is not what we want. Yeah. But uh, what we do want is to continue working on more, and more topics and discussions for the Get Anime Palette podcast. So uh, thank you all. Again, for listening to a wonderful season, we can't wait to bring season four to you. Until then, we're all going to get a nice long break. Everyone, enjoy your weekends or whatever you have coming up for you. We'll catch you all very, very soon. Later.